The Late Night Alternative with Ian Lee on Talk Radio. We have ways of making you talk. Dear listener, if you were watching on Periscope, um, there were not just two voices singing then, there were four voices singing, <laughs> because me and Catherine were giving it some. First of all, that's one of the best pop songs ever. It's amazing. It's, it's amazing. It's amazing. And that is a brilliant, brilliant version of it, isn't it? I learned that song when I was a kid. Whitney Houston sang it with her mum on one of the CDs. Oh, that's weird. They were dating the same man. Uh, oh, yeah. Because that's that is what wrong, it's about, isn't it? <laughs> isn't it? It's wow. about, that's what it's about. Well, they, Whitney, as we know, led a very 
troubled life. Not that troubled, um, th- flipping it. That was in the original course. That was uh, Emma Bunton and uh, Melanie C. And boy, oh boy, what a thrill. We're just going to dive straight in. Mel C's on the phone. Good evening, Mel. Hello there. <laughs> how are you doing, my dear? I'm really good. And how are you? Long time no see, buddy. It's been a long, long time, Mel. And yeah. can, I just, can I just say, we have been rocking out to that version all afternoon. <laughs> well, we love it. I say, throughout my illustrious career, I didn't expect you to be. <laughs> <laughs> I know. We love it. We love it. Listen, here's the thing, right? i tell you why um, we're kind of uh, getting back in touch with you because we wanted you on the show for a while and we've got you now and you're going nowhere but i have got uh, two little boys seven and five and um i went away to new york a couple of months ago for a week and i'm bringing my boys up you know i'm, I'm into my 60s so they're loving the beatles and the monkeys and the zombies and the beach boys and then i came back and my youngest said daddy have you heard of a group called the spice girls <laughs> and i went well, yes, I have. And if we go upstairs, Daddy's got some CDs. <laughs> and my young, my well, both of my boys, they love you, Mel. They love oh. you. And what's great is that we are now in the car. Can we put on the Spice Girls CD? Yes, of course. And he's got his. Their favourite at the moment is. <clears throat> Holla, 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 come on. Really? Holla, 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 come on, come on, yes. Okay. <laughs> so they are loving That's, you. Isn't and that- it amazing? You know, yeah. I found, actually, unbelievably, it's going to be 20, well, it is, it's 21 years this year. Wow. Since Wannabe, the first single. Wow. And... It's so incredible, because we did have such young fans the yeah. first time round, that now they're all grown-ups, yeah. and I get to meet them all the time, you yeah. know, a lot of them work in the industry, whether it's in radio, TV, journalism, and so many people say such wonderful things about being a Spice Girl fan, and how it was such a positive influence on them. Yeah. But also, my little girl's eight, so similar age to your eldest, yeah. and all their mates, they love it. It's kind of timeless, it just appeals to kids, I think. Does she? Well, I, I, kids are grown-ups because i was in my 20s when it happened and i love it i love good pop and i loved it i loved that yeah. whole thing i but bought it's quite into nice, it. Isn't it kind of revisiting the yeah. 90s because it was a it seems like now in today's world it was quite an innocent time yeah. you know didn't think it at the time <laughs> but it was very positive you know things in in britain were great things in music were great the yeah. economy was great we were so filled with hope and um yeah so i like to look back to those Times. And we weren't on the verge of a nuclear war. Um, <laughs> I don't want to make this a full Spice Girls chat because I'm, I'm sure you must get a little bit bored of that. But 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 we, I, I, I do. I watched Spice World this weekend for the first mm. time ever. It's good. Yeah. yeah. Do you know what? I went through years and years of not being able to look at it. Yeah, I bet. I bet. And then a couple of years ago, my little girl had a sleepover party for her birthday. Yeah. And we, um, she wanted to watch a movie and she wanted to watch Spice World. Wow. And um, I actually sat down and watched it and I really enjoyed it. It's quite funny, isn't it? Oh, it's, there are some genuinely, la- I tell you the bits that had me r- laughing out loud. There are two r- hilarious scenes. Meatloaf as the bus driver. Yeah. Um, and and he, he's, he gets told off for not clearing out the toilets. And he said, look, I love those girls. I'd do anything for them. But I won't do that. I just <laughs> yeah. thought it was delicious. And, and Richard Briers as the yeah. Archbishop talking about the Pope because Jerry yeah. said he's the Pope a Catholic. And it's just... And there's uh, yeah. so great many wonderful cameos. gags in Weren't it. Weren't there some great yeah. cameos in that? It's wonderful. Yeah, it is. It's really, really fun. And something that really sweet that happened that night of my little girl's party, I'd popped out to the kitchen to get a few drinks and popcorn and things. Yes. And one of her little mates come out and she went, 
you're in this film. <laughs> I think she was the only little girl at the party that hadn't realised my daughter's, you know, mummy was a Spice Girl. Does she get it? Um, does she get, you know, who you... Because obviously, you know, it's your job. Your job is to make records and go and do concerts and stuff like that. So does she get the fame thing that goes with it? Do you know what? I think it's amazing. You know, I'm not sure how much she understands, yeah. but she seems to have a really cool attitude towards it because she's really proud of me and she's a bit older now, so she comes to gigs and she sees me on stage a lot. But of course, you know, people come up to me in the street and they want to have selfies or autographs yeah. and she'll often roll her eyes. <laughs> and um, and it, a few months ago, a, a woman came up to me. She actually had two of her own little ones and she came for a, a photograph. Yeah. And then she walked away and my little girl said to me, Mom, me. Isn't that amazing for her? And she went, I mean, it's not for me, because you're just my mum, but it's really amazing <laughs> for her. And I thought, wow, she kind of gets it. Yeah. Isn't that lovely? And and, yeah. and, and I know, uh, my lo final, final Spice Girls thing, then we will move on to, because I know you've got loads and loads of stuff going on, but, 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 because mm. um, I, I, I kind of missed the, the later singles, because I was busy, you know, well, actually, I was busy getting drunk at the time, so I missed the later Spice Girls singles. But those, la those last rush of singles, they're just wonderful, wonderful pop songs. And pop yeah. is a bit of a dirty word in some corners, and I don't think it should be. And they stand up 20 years later. Yeah, well, I think the thing is now, of course, you know, the age of our children, yep. I listen to a lot of pop music again. You know, it's come back round for me. And there's great pop music now, and, it, you know, and it's very um, electronic. Yeah. You know, there's loads of really good stuff out there. And you're right, when you listen back to the... I mean, the last Spice Girls record, it was a bit more R&B. Yeah. We worked with Dark Child, Rodney Jerkins, so we had some really cool producers on there. And, um, yeah, those songs were amazing. When we did the reunion tour in 2007, we performed those songs. And I think it must have been the first time we'd done those songs live. Yeah. And it just felt great. They're, they're really, really cool. Really cool production. Was it 2007? That's how old I am. The reunion was 10 the years old. The reunion was 10 years ago. I was there. I had tickets. Oh. I came and saw you lot. It was brilliant. Where is time going? 2012? <laughs> well, that was five years ago. Please stop it. Please I stop know. it. For God's sake. <laughs> what are you up to now, Mel? I know you, you know, you've constantly released that. You've had about six or seven albums out, haven't you? Yeah, I think I'm on my seventh. Wow. I released my last album version of me last October. So still pretty much in the throes of promoting that, doing loads of live stuff. Um, and my next gig is up, well, I've got a couple of the weekends I'm over in Austria and Croatia. Lovely. And then ne a week on Friday, 25th, I'm actually playing Manchester Pride. Oh, wow, fantastic. Which I'm really excited about. Um, yeah, so just doing loads of gigs, loads of festivals. I've got another single coming out. Um, it, I don't know when that's going to be, sometime soon. But, um, yeah, just having loads of fun. I've been out to South America. I always do loads of stuff in Europe. And, and I just love performing and making music. So still doing the same thing. Really. How, is, um, how has the record business changed in the last 20 years? Because 20 years ago, records could sell millions. Mm -hmm. and, and records, unless, you know, apart from a few freak, you know, records like Ed Sheeran or Adele or something, they don't tend to sell that many now, do they? It's a completely different industry and, you know, it was so wonderful to be part of it when you did sell bucket loads of records yeah. and it was, you know, 
you were making the, the record companies were making loads of money so video budgets were massive recording budgets were massive and of course with the digital age with downloading and streaming that's all completely gone away and people have had to become more creative and I think this has happened in a lot of industries yeah, you yeah. know it's also happened in the print industry um, you know loads of people have suffered but I think in creative industries it can be a good thing and you know there are this I think that it's easier to to get access to music you know as a consumer I love it because I shazam something I hear it on the radio and then I just buy it there and then yeah. and you know and streaming and all of those things but we're kind of I think the industry is finally kind of getting a handle on everything and it's been a difficult time for the artist and I think especially young and new artists because the big labels haven't had the financial support mm. to really you know to really put these young artists on the map like you say apart from the biggies that come once in a while like your Eds and your Adele's but um but yeah it's an exciting time in music I think and also there's the, a lot of the sort of smaller clubs and venues and rooms at the back of pubs and stuff they're closing down they're gone there's and so been, people are doing it in their bedroom aren't they yeah well there's been a lot talked about venues going and there is a lot of people really fighting for that you know, not to happen. I yeah. mean, um, you know, recently, what was the club recently that there was there was going to close down, and there was a there was a big big campaign, and anyway, and it was stopped. You know, it wasn't closed down in the end. So I think you know the people do have the power yeah. in certain areas, and yeah, and live music is is one, and and um, you know, luckily there's there's still people out there that are going to come along to gigs, and you just got to keep plugging away. Catherine uh, is here, my producer. Oh my Catherine. god, I'm just um, sitting back in awe. <laughs> <laughs> do, you, do you enjoy performing? I know that you go out there and I know that you've done musical theatre. There must yeah. be an element of it that you do love, but you seem sometimes a bit of a nervous person. Do you think? Well, I don't know. I, I know that you're quite sensitive and thoughtful, and I just oh. wondered whether, whether that comes in before, or that goes when you go on stage, you know. Do you know what? I, I think, like a lot of performers, in a social environment, I'm probably a bit more like laid back. Because mm. I, I, don't, I don't look for attention. You know, if I'm going out, you know, with my friends and stuff. I don't want to be centre of attention. But when I go on stage, it, you know, it's bravado, isn't it? Or it's, you know, the, the person you become when you're on stage. And it, over the years, the more experience I've got, you know, don't get me wrong, I get, I do get really nervous. Um, and I think that's a good thing because it makes you a better performer. But I love being on stage. I think I love being on stage because I probably feel more confident on stage than off it. Isn't that interesting? Isn't that interesting? It makes sense. Um, my f my five-year-old, when I phoned up my five-year-old this evening, because we found out Mel was coming on literally a couple of hours before the show, and I phoned up my five-year-old, who's still awake because it's some holidays. Um, we've got um, Mel C coming on. He just went, that is so cool. So, Mel, if you don't mind, I've got a couple of questions from my yeah. five-year-old. Is that okay? But these are going to be the best ones of the night, aren't they? They, they? they always are. Here we go. Here we go. <laughs> Sporty Spice, what's your favourite book and what's your favourite film? Um, how good are you at sports, and what do you do at school? There's four questions there, Mel. What's your favourite book, your favourite oh, film? How good are you at sports? And what do you do at school? broken a little bit. He's so cute. He's so in love with you, Mel. He's oh, so in love with you. It's wonderful. Would you be called cool by a five-year-old? I mean, that really means something, doesn't it? It's great, isn't it? Isn't it I'm great? I'm with the kids. Come on, yeah. answer the question, Mel. Stop okay. stalling. Favourite book and so, film? 
Favourite favorite book or film, or favourite book and film? Book and film. You're not getting off lightly here, young well, lady. Well, book, I'm going to have to say, obviously, having a little one, most of the books I read probably are <laughs> meant for people younger than myself. <laughs> uh, and we're loving David Williams. Oh, and really? Is that good? Everything, The World's Worst Children, is just brilliant, because they're short stories as well. Oh, fantastic. We've not got yeah. into that oh, yet. My eight-year-old yeah. loves those. Oh. She devours yeah. them. Yeah, love favourite Favourite film? Favourite film, E.T. <laughs> yes. Oh, that still brings it. I can't watch that because it makes me cry. Oh, I, I was in bits. Yeah. It really affected me for weeks when I was a kid. Um, how come you're so good at sports? <laughs> <laughs> I've wondered this for years, but I've never had the confidence to ask well, you. Well, now you've got the time. Yeah, there you go. I, do you know what? Actually, the irony is I'm probably sportier now than I ever was. Right. Because I, I do compete. I've been competing in triathlon since really? 2011, yeah. Oh, my God. So that's my sport of choice. But I've just been really active, and I love it, and yeah. I love running around and getting sweaty. Those triathlons, though, those, those aren't for the faint-hearted. They are, they are nasty. But I do the little one. Oh, I do okay. sprint distance. It's over in an hour and a half. Oh, so in that not case. An hour and a half? Are you nuts? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Um, Mel, I mean, final thing. I, I've seen online that you, you talk about, you know, how everything has changed. You're, you are asking your fans to help with your new video. Yeah. How, what, 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 can, what have they got to do? How can they take part? Well, this, well, this single, actually, it's going to be the fourth single from the album, which is quite unusual these days. Yeah. But I've just been over to Brazil and... They just love this single. It's just become a bit of a fan favourite. So we thought it'd be really fun to get them involved. And I think now, obviously, everybody's making their own little videos with Musical.ly and Snapchat and all of these, you know, wonderful things we have on social media. So that's given us the idea for this video. And they can submit photographs and videos of themselves. And it's, um, you go on my website and there's a little link and you do like a Dropbox thing. Yeah. So my website is melaniec.net yeah. if uh, anyone's into it. And all the info on there that you need and is that the, that's the room for love song is it yeah should we play should we play that now yeah let's play it it's brilliant. mel i love you so much thank you so oh, much for coming on you. you have raised my very low cool standing for for a couple of days in my household so thank you <laughs> well love to your sons and i hope to get to meet them one day oh that'd be wicked mel take yeah, care love nice to talk to you thank you, thank you so care. much bye-bye bye there we go let's play this is the song it's brilliant room for love melanie c Stumbling down the same old street That used to be paved with gold Nothing I see is impressing me Maybe I'm getting old I never knew Hiding around the corner Was a promise of another road Cause just when you think it's over
talking well that was delightful that was delightful honestly because here's the thing here's the thing right me and kath were both fans of spice girls when they happened right and now both by coincidence our kids are um you know separately and it's it's that 20 year thing and i was thinking back when i when i was sort of 13 14 15 i was into the monkeys and the beach boys and my sister was into the beatles and that was in about 86, 87, 88. So it was that 20 years thing. And my my family, our parents and aunts and uncles go, well, you didn't listen to that stuff from 20 years ago. But it's the same thing. And my kids are listening to that stuff from 20 years ago. But the thing is, part of the deal was, you know, I started listening to Motown and soul music because yep. my mum was into it. And then my dad was in the, into the Beatles and the Who and stuff like that. Yep. And part of it was trying to find a connection with your parents, yeah. wasn't it? Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. But I took it beyond that. My dad was like, do you not, do you not like anyone who's still alive? <laughs> <laughs> well, this is the thing, all of my, as we know, all of my artists are, are dying. Can I just say, by the way, I'll play a song from it later on. Um, the, the new, the last, the new Glen Campbell album, Adios, right? Now, I got it for, for a fiver on Amazon. I think it's a bit more expensive. I think they've upped the price. In fact, that's what they've done. This is what they do. They've upped the price since he died. Oh, I, I got no. it. I got it. Hang on a minute. Let me check exactly how much I paid. Because I went to look at it, and it was a tenner today. Um, and I'm sure, I am sure I paid £4.50 for it. Hang on, let me have a look at my orders. Um, because maybe I don't know. Maybe I got it wrong. I don't want to do them a dis. Uh, I pay four ninety nine for it. It's a tenner now. Oh, oh, isn't um, oh, isn't business horrible? Yeah, but... and that and that was and I bought that a week ago. I bought that a week ago, and they've doubled the price. Oh, that. But let me say. It's brilliant, and here's the thing. I think all it, it, it comes with two discs. So disc two is a greatest hits, right? And disc one is the new album, and the new album is absolutely spot on as a as an old gentleman's farewell message to his fans. It is wonderful. It could have been a bit hokey. It could have been a bit. Chi- it's it's just 
spot on. And you get a greatest hits with it as well. So my suggestion is, if you want to, if you're thinking, oh, I sh- Glenn Campbell, I quite liked Rhinestone Cowboy, and I'm going to buy a greatest hits, as people often do when someone dies, which is fine. My suggestion is go and get Adios, the new album, because you get a greatest hits with it, and you get the new album. And actually, the new album really, really stands up with some of his best stuff. He does a brilliant version of um, a Bob Dylan song. Don't uh, think twice. Don't look tw- Don't, don't. You say hello, I say goodbye. No, bring me, you bring me sunshine. No. Don't think twice, Ma. It's all right. But, don't think twice it's all right that's it don't think twice it's all right he does a brilliant version of that i'm going to play that um after 11 um and it's just it's just a joy it's just a joy 0344 499 1000 is the telephone number if you want to give us a call Catherine, we have some guests that we need to um phone up phone up so um i'll go and do that now thank you very much indeed we're gonna gonna, yeah oh yeah you yes please thank you what could you phone them but with just turn the attitude down a little bit please that would be fantastic thank you okay that's um you see you see girl power this is why i frowned on girl power in the 90s (laughs) and and i frown on it now this is uh, why we do these things. Let's let's talk to Paul Akimbola while we're getting our guests on. Good morning, good evening, good morning, good afternoon, good evening, Paul. Good evening, Ian. Good evening, Paul. Well, I sent the email. Uh, the the email contact. I got in touch by email. Yes. Okay. Well, can you read it? Um, I, ca- I have. I can't see it in front of me. I'm afraid, Paul Akimbola. Well, um, my idea is to create um, a comedy channel. It would be a do-it-yourself comedy channel called Stud You Like. Stuff You Like? S-T-U-D-U Like. Stud You Like? Yeah. Okay, what happens on Stud You Like? It will be a do-it-yourself comedy channel. We, we have a home to new talent. Yes. And... And we'll be, we'll have a, a coming sitcom set in holiday destination. It'll be aimed at uh, yes. 15 to 25 year old men yes. and party animals. Party, okay. Well, Paul, uh, listen, I, I wish you the very, very best well, of luck with Stud You Like. Uh, um, uh, I don't think I'll be able to be getting that on my package, but package being the inappropriate word there. Now, listen. Um, Last, oh God, when was it? Easter holidays? All the, oh, my life is just constantly waiting for the next school holiday. That's what it is. Constantly waiting for the next school holiday. But last Easter holidays, I took the boys to um, see, notice how n- nearly all of the content for this show is fueled by my children. <laughs> Terrible, isn't it? Um, but took them to uh, see a science, a live science show. Dull, you might think. Ah, uh, ah, uh, ah. Uh. It was brilliant. It was genuinely one of the the most uh, one of the funniest um, uh, uh, things I've seen, and absolutely brilliant. And you know what? We learnt stuff. <laughs> we learnt stuff. And it was um, it was Mark Thompson what done it. And Mark's on the line now. Evening, Mark. Hello, and I'm sure it was funny intentionally, rather than funny yeah. as sort of a, a sort of a catastrophe of an event. <laughs> no, there was a there was a bit, if I remember correctly, where the bubbles wouldn't work, and you had to go off stage to go yeah. and get the strong bubble mixture. But no, it was yeah. brilliant. 
can't remember what that was that went wrong, but I'm sure it, it was intentional, I'm sure, in all parts of the of show. Of course oh, glad it was. You enjoyed it. Glad you learned something. Oh, no, we loved it. You're, you're up in Edinburgh doing the show now. Is, that, is it the same show? Yes, so I'm doing the uh, the same spectacular science show at the Edinburgh Fringe for the entire month of August. Wow. And I've done, I think, ten, and I've got about eighteen left to go. Why? Why are you... Because I've done Edinburgh years ago, and I, I couldn't do it now. I'm too old, I'm too unfit, um, I, I'm, I'm too skinned. Why, why are you going up there with it? And, and how's it doing? Well, it's doing very well. It's been selling out, which is fantastic to see. But, you know, the reason I'm doing it... And the reason I kind of conjured up this idea of, of the show in the first place was to try and take science to a different audience. Yeah. Um, now, you know, people don't always want to go to the theatre uh, or wouldn't expect to go to the theatre to watch the science show, but to see um, a, a show which is it's a family show, so it's, you know, it's chiefly aimed at, at encouraging and inspiring young children to get excited about science. Because, you know, I think there's a, there's, a, there's a trend for people to think that science is dull and that oh, science is boring, but actually, you know, science is fun. I wish you'd uh, been my so, teacher, because my, te- oh, my, te- my, my, science, my chemistry teacher, what should have been a brilliant lesson, he was a fascist. He was a really nasty mm-hmm. bully. Yeah. And your show, I, I think I was laughing the loudest. If you like... You, I, I remember you yes. laughing quite loudly. <laughs> if you like things exploding and things yes. being set on fire... Um, yes. Then and, and things freezing, then yes. Mark's show is an absolute uh, uh, um, treat. And, and and we'll get on. I know you're on to talk about STEM. We'll talk about that in a second. But how, how is how, are people coming to see the show in Edinburgh? Is it going down well? Absolutely, yes. It's been selling out, so it's gone down tremendously well. So I just hope it carries on for the rest of the run. So I've got about another eighteen more shows, which feels like a punishment. Yeah. Uh, of shows to, to do is one a day. I get one day off throughout the whole whole month. Where are um, you? Where are you in Edinburgh? Yeah, what time? So I'm, I'm part of the Gilded Balloon venue, which is actually the National's, uh, oh, National Museum of Scotland, I think. Okay, yeah. Part of the Gilded Balloon, uh, and it's 6 p.m. every single day. Oh, perfect. Absolutely perfect. If, well, I'll, I'll, if you send me a tweet, Mark, I'll retweet it because there are be, people going up there. Um, but let's bring on uh, 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 your uh, co guest. It's uh, Samantha Fox. Um, I've got to say, not that one. I, you, I, you know, cause I have to say that, Samantha. And I'm, sure, lovely, though, I'm sure you're sick and tired of your, your last name being not that one, but I, <laughs> I should clarify. Um, Samantha, tell me about STEM, this thing that you and Mark are sort of working on together. What is it? It sounds brilliant. <laughs> Yeah, so Youth STEM Award is basically an achievement-based award to inspire young people into STEM, so science, technology, engineering, maths, and medicine. And they basically undertake activities across four strands and work towards a bronze, silver, or gold-level award. Oh, I see. It's kind of like a Duke of Edinburgh type thing, but um, maybe actually have some practical use in the world. Now, you say, (laughs) Samantha, you say medicine. You're not encouraging children to um, make drugs, are you? Well, well, actually, medicine's an interesting one because yesterday, just on the news, they were talking about how we need to recruit, what is it, 1,500 more medical students over yeah. the next year. Um, and actually, even some of the top teaching hospitals in London haven't even managed to fill their, their places oh, this God. year. So it, th- there's a big issue here with the UK yeah. and, and a global issue about trying to get more young people into these STEM areas and inspire them to continue on with science and STEM. So many of the jobs in the future are predicted to be technology-based, digital skills, and it's really crucial that we, we keep that 
um, interest in STEM and, and the curiosity that kids have. We need to be able to, for things like Mark's um, Spectacular Science Show, is just a perfect way of getting kids to be interested in science. And, of course, going along to that would not only be a fun thing to do, but would actually get you time towards your Youth STEM Award. Um, how, and what's your background, Samantha? Are you, are you a scientist? I am indeed. I am Samantha Fox scientist. I, I'm a research scientist. I'm a... Oh. She's disappeared. Oh, we've, lost we've lost her. No, she's... Oh, she's the line is there. I, I'm surprised we've got you, Mark. I, uh, uh, Edinburgh is notoriously awful for uh, mobile well, phone signals. We're going to get Samantha back, but you, 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 you tell us about it. How did you get involved with this? Well, OK, so I got involved with this. I, I, was, uh, I was out promoting a science festival in Norwich, uh, which is coming up in October. Um, and I got in... And I went to an event uh, in, 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 actually in Norfolk... Uh, and I learned about this Youth STEM Awards, and I, you know, I wasn't a cool kid, so I didn't do and, and wasn't uh, really engaged with the concept of the Duke of Edinburgh Awards, yeah. um, which he did lots of outdoorsy stuff, and you know, it was all you know, it was all really sound, you know, quite fun stuff. Um, but I never really kind of engaged in that as somebody who was more sciencey. But so I learned about this Youth STEM Awards, uh, and I thought, wow, what a wonderful thing! Sent a few messages to him and say, hey, this sounds great, how can I get involved? Um, and ended up being enlisted as a patron. Uh, so, I, so, wow. so I'm, I've now got a wonderful opportunity to help try and uh, spread the word because, you know, this is a very new venture. Uh, it's only really just been launched, I think, for a couple of years. Um, but, you know, it's fantastic for getting kids to get more involved in science and in science outreach uh, and, you know, seeing seeing young children from, from secondary schools and even, even younger, there's a younger version of it as well, to see those children get involved in helping to sort of spread the word of science and get engaged and sort of developing those skills is fantastic to see. I think we've got Samantha back. I don't know if uh, Samantha um, uh, bottled it because I was asking for her credentials and it was, it was, it was all a fake CV. I don't know! <laughs> Sorry, Sorry Samantha. I'm in the wilds of Norfolk here. Oh, right, and okay. uh, sometimes, you know, it cuts out. Yeah, no, I'm, I'm a scientist. Uh, plant biologist and wow. I'm absolutely passionate about getting more young people interested in science particularly girls and those people who wouldn't perhaps normally yeah. consider carrying on with science with uh, them. my eldest my seven-year-old loves it he loves science he loves both boys love Mark show but the eldest has really taken a shine to it Samantha and he loves uh, he loves reading books about plants and birds and, and so, so kind of the natural world he loves collecting bugs um, and Brilliant. you know and and blowing things up so <laughs> <laughs> he loves it. Samantha, if, if people want to get involved, if they want to find out a bit more about this, where where do they go? Okay, we've got a website, which is yfawards.co.uk. Now say that again. Is that, why, is that why, YS for scientist? Yes. Yep. Like youth STEM, YS. Yep, there we go. Awards. Yep. A-W-A-R-D-S. Okay. .co.uk. We're also on Twitter at Youth STEM, S-T-E-M-M, or capitals. Brilliant. And we've got a, a juniors programme coming that we're going to launch at the Norwich Science Festival in October for the younger students. So that should be something that maybe your little ones can get involved yeah, in. Yeah, that'd be wicked. Yeah, definitely. Samantha, thank you so much. Mark, uh, listen, I wish you the best of luck in Edinburgh. Um, thank you. Next time you're doing a show nearby, maybe I'll come along and, and, and bring a tape recorder and stuff and we can record some bits and pieces for the radio. Definitely, let's do it. That'd be wicked. Uh, listen, thank you so much for that, both of you. I really appreciate your time. Thank Brilliant. you. Thank you very much indeed. There we go. That's, that was lovely. It's uh, See, because I, I was never very sciencey, because my science teachers at school were absolute arses. One of them was a real bully, real nasty piece of work, and it totally... I should have really been into physics. I should have been into physics. But it, the, the teachers were just... Um, 
They're just bad teachers. Yeah. I think sometimes they made it out to be more difficult than they should have. I mean, the whole point is you engage kids and make them feel like, like Mark does with his shows. It's fun. And then if they want to know more, they yeah. can go deeper into it. But yeah. first of all, you've got to grab them, grab their attention. Have you seen Mark's show? I've seen the um, videos. Oh, uh, the live show is just, it, oh, you know how nervous I get watching magicians and acrobats. There was a lot of that, a lot of nerves from me. Um, but it was, it, well, my, you know, my boy got, um, got to, up on stage to um, stand still and have a cup put on his head and then Mark hit a bin and the, it, the air blew the cup up. It was amazing. It was brilliant. And that's the sort of stuff they'll remember. Yeah. I was having a conversation with my youngest today. She's five and she was saying to me, oh, I like Nina in the neurons. It's a CBeebies program. Oh, yes. Oh, I know Nina. I like I Nina. I said, um, oh, why? She said, it's all about physics. Oh. And to hear that from a five-year-old, yeah. I said, it's- what's physics? She said, I think it's to do with forces. Oh. Oh, three four 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 nine nine one thousand. Young Sam, that out time. Is there a break now? Are we doing the break? Yeah, let's do a break now. Uncut after hours conversation for the up all night generation. The late night alternative with Ian Lee on Talk Radio. We'll get you talking. Oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand. We've done. This is the fourth show this week, and they've all been completely different from. In inverted commas, normal shows. Isn't that, isn't it wonderful that we, we got a job where we can do this? We can, you know, we want to do something a bit different. We do something a little bit different. Oh, and next uh, week will be different again because you'll be without a very important um, component. Sam, where are you going? No. What? Me. Oh. Well, we'll be all right, Sam. We'll be all right. I'm thinking of taking the week after that off because you're away for two weeks. Yeah. I'm thinking of taking the week after off um, and taking the dog and renting a cottage. And she's not coming back. In murdering her. <laughs> no, just doing like I did before, renting a cottage and going out walking and stuff. But, but take the dog. And then just, just I've got loads of books I want to read. Well, sounds like a good idea then. I might do it. I might do it. I want to do a bit, try to do some writing, but I don't know. But I, I don't know. I might, I might do it. I might do that. 0344 499 1000 is the telephone number. This is the Late Night Alternative uh, on Talk Radio. You can listen to us on DAB. If you retune your DABs, Talk Radio should pop up. You can download the app. Of course, you can listen online at www.talkradio.co.uk. A few live events coming up that I really think you should um, know about. Sunday the 3rd of September, it's our second game of had, stroke tag, stroke it. Uh, we're doing it on a Sunday because we had about 15 people turn up last time and loads of you said, oh, I'd love to have come, but it was a work day. So we're going to do it on a Sunday. So for about an hour, three o'clock on Sunday the 3rd of September at Speaker's Corner in Hyde Park. We're going to meet up there and we're going to play tag. Kids are very, very welcome. We will be... Um, um, we'll, we'll be kind of filming it on mobile phones. In fact, Dan's going to come and film some bits of it. So just be warned that, that, that we'll be filming it. It'll only go on my YouTube channel. Um, um, we, I don't. Th- we might record a little five-minute thing for the radio. I don't think we need to do another hour of it again. Um, but it'll be fun. And kids are very welcome. Um, but there will be adults playing uh, tag. So that's happening. Let me give you. Let me give you two more because there's there's loads and loads of stuff that's going on. Um, we are also doing this little podcast, little podcast uh, that Catherine and I do that is uh, separate to this, the Rabbit Hole Show. 
Uh, which you can get on iTunes and Acast. We are doing loads and loads of live, sh- live shows. We're in, we're in Hull. Tickets are on sale for that now at Cardamom. We're in Scunthorpe. Tickets are on sale. Let me give you two, two actual dates because I don't want to overload you with dates. Our only London show this year is on Sunday, the 17th of September. It's at King's place near king's cross as part of the uh, podcast festival can i just say guys we've sold more tickets than anyone else so far so thank you thank you thank you but there are still loads to go it's quite a big room um it's the biggest room we've done it in it's 200 flipping it i know um but we've sold more tickets than anyone so if you want to come to that our only london show this year it's the 17th of september at king's place and also uh, october the 14th we're in brighton um, at the Carolina Brunswick, and all these other venues are quite small. They're sort of 40, 50, 60 seaters. The Carolina Brunswick is a 60 seater. We've sold 40 tickets already. So if you want to come to that, and that's not until October the 14th, if you want to come to that, boy, oh boy, oh boy, you better get tickets quick. You can go on Google, you can type in rabbit hole in the venues, or if you go to the rabbitholeshow.com, the rabbitholeshow.com click on events and nearly all of the events are up there i've got to add a couple more but you'll see you'll see all of the dates we've got like scunthorpe and we've got scunthorpe w- wolverhampton uh hull and um uh, there's one more that i can't think of Oh, Belfast. Belfast. Oh, Belfast. That's in, ju- that's in January, January next year. So loads going on. And as we, we, we're really trying our best. It's not always possible, but we're trying our best to keep the tickets at a tenner. Okay. And, and, and that means that hopefully you'll be encouraged to come because it's not a, a massive amount of money. But once we've paid the venue, because the venue take, you know, a percentage of the money, some take a flat fee, um, it should cover our travel. It should hopefully cover a hotel for us. And, uh, um, if, if we're lucky, it will have a few quid left over to buy some food and tattoos and, and tattoos booze and booze and that and, and hookers that's just <laughs> catherine um well, so uh, uh so needs. we're trying to keep we're trying to keep all the tickets to a tenner and i hope you appreciate that you don't have to come of course you can just listen to the podcast if you go to itunes your usual podcast providers and type in the rabbit hole and ian lee or the rabbit hole and catherine boyle it'll pop up and it's um it's a load of old nonsense and i believe the the first one from these um uh, the batch of Manchester shows that we recorded the other weekend. I think that went up this morning. 0344 is the telephone number. If you want to give us a call, here's some good news. Now, this is... Um, I got bullied at school because I, I was into the monkeys. And some people thought I was hip. Some people thought I was a knob. Um, and uh, apart from Coldplay, I don't think you should bully anyone for their music that they like, OK? It, 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 it's all, it all means something. I was thinking about what Paul Liverpool said yesterday about how it does, it, it's not significant. No, it is, actually. It's significant to, to so many people in so many different ways. You know, it's, 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 it's really important. It can be really important. It can also be fluff and throwaway. But um, uh, Paul McCartney comes in for a bit of a pasting, and partly because of the Frog Chorus. The uh, all stand together, bum bum. Now, we played this, the full thing, uh, uh, on the other radio station we worked at. It's actually brilliant. It's actually superb. And at the time it came out, I was about, I don't know, 10, 8, 9, 10, something like that. And it was, it was a bit silly. But it's, it's actually a really intricate piece of music. I was seven and I loved the video. Yeah. 
Yeah, oh, yeah. It's, it, it's wonderful. Um, and, and uh, I think it's great. And people go, oh, yeah, Paul McCartney, Frog Corps, it's all sent. No, it's, no, 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 no. It's actually brilliant, right? So Paul McCartney has given the green light for a choir version of his hit, We All Stand Together, to feature on a charity album. I bet he has. A host of singers, including Britain's Got Talent finalists, the Missing People Choir and the NHS Choir, will also be involved. Parswood High School Choir, who sang with Ariana Grande at the One Love Manchester concert to feature on the Stand Together album. It aims to spread messages of hope and the power of community. Macca's 1984 track is to be released as a Christmas single. Good! Because I think it's a brilliant... I think a lot of Paul McCartney's 80s work needs to be re-evalued. Because, I mean, there's some dross in there. The whole Press to Play album is, is pretty much unlistenable, I think. But um, Spies Like Us, um, the, the one um, where he stood on top of the... the Cliff, puppy dogs tails and a da na na. Tell me, darling, what can it mean? I love that song. I love it. Absolutely love it. Oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand. Good evening, Liam. Good evening, Ian. How you doing? I'm you very. Doing, I'm all right. We're well, Liam. Will you be coming to see us in Belfast in January? Oh, I, I will be in there like swimwear, as they say. What? Yeah. Who says in there like swimwear? Hit people. I- oh. I thought just to learn Ireland. <laughs> I thought it was in my day. It was in like Flynn. Wow. Well, there's there's one here in Belfast called On It Like Sheep's Vomit. On it like sheep's vomit. Yes. <laughs> Flipping it. Aren't people? Aren't people weird? <laughs> the things that we we cling on to to stop us going mad and killing loads of people, <laughs> or killing uh-huh. ourselves. The things we cling on to, and it's things like On It Like Sheep's Vomit that that makes exactly. people makes people happy. And who am I to argue with that, Liam? Exactly, man. Well, it's whatever flops your mouth, on it? There we There's go. Another one. There's another one. You're absolutely nuts. I don't know if I want him at the show, Catherine. <laughs> um, yeah, let's see steroids. Come on, they're making me a wee bit old, bit giddy, you know. Uh, now, I, I've never taken steroids. Um, do they make you feel funny? Yep, yeah. Last week, um, I don't know if you remember, I was... Uh, you got the MS uh, diagnosis, yeah. yeah. So, uh, I was on 20... Milligrams and then I've reduced it every day, but they make it quite hyper and quite hungry. Oh, oh yeah, the hunger thing. Yeah, a lot of people put on yeah. weight when they uh, when they when they eat uh, steroids when they go on steroids. Well, I'm already a hundred and twenty stones, so I have to sort of watch it. You wow, know, it's a hundred and twenty stone. No, hundred hundred and twenty. <laughs> hundred and plenty. I see. Yes. <laughs> Gosh. Yeah, Kath, can I just wish you a happy birthday for Saturday, too? Oh, thanks very much. No, uh, what is this? We're not the Ken Bruce show, although Ken Bruce is a fine broadcaster. Oh, yeah, yeah. We're not, we're not, no, He's no, the no. pop master. He's the pop master, but we're not, come on, guys, we're not doing big ups and shout outs for crying out loud. You can do a big up and shout out to me anytime. Oh, why? I thought you were married, Kath. What? I don't know what you mean by big up and shout out. You see, out. you see, he's a pervert. <laughs> this is what you encourage. <laughs> you, 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 you open your legs and we get these kind of callers. Well, opened anything. Metaphorically. Here, I know. Um, can I just give your listeners a bit of advice? Yeah. Do not do what I did today. Oh. And listen to the Rabbit Hole podcast walking around Tesco's. Oh, why? What happened? I was, I was. Well, thank God of a catheter in, but I was literally wetting myself laughing. Wowzers! <laughs> what was, was it? It was a very good show. What was it that um, uh, pro- promote, provoked you to empty your bladder um, against your free will? 
Well, Kath going to get her phone and she went under the, the wrong room. Oh, there was a brilliant... <laughs> I've forgotten that! We're on a stage, right? And there's, like, sort of curtains at the side, but the, 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 they don't go anywhere. It's just a wall, right? <laughs> and so Kath went, I'll go get my phone. And she walked off behind these curtains and I'm st- sat there thinking, how is she going to style this one out? Because she's just walked into a little corner. <laughs> Exactly. Like, brilliant! I didn't think people yeah. actually did that. That's me every day, Liam. That's my life. I know, but you see, Kathy, you're getting to that age now where you start to do stupid things. I've been doing that since I was a kid. Yeah. <laughs> we need to talk about There's Catherine. no cure. <laughs> uh, Liam, I'm going to cut you off because I think you're a pervert. Okay. <laughs> He's gone. Um, uh, for everyone asking, and David's just asked, no, we're not going to the Edinburgh Fringe this year. We were going to, but we we just we couldn't make it work in the end. Unfortunately, maybe next year, and I really want to go to Glasgow at some point. I want to take it to Glasgow. Um, good evening, Andre. Hi, uh, hi, Curvy Cathy. <coughs> Sorry, device just Catherine. I mean, it's like... Oh, he's, he's yeah, being posh tonight. Yeah, you know, um, King's Cross... Please turn your radio off. I was listening to it. Yeah, no, oh, but you're on it now, you muppet. You say that. Yeah, well, you, always, you never do it. I know. Right, listen, right, you know when you've got King's Cross? Yes. I'll be like a rapper drain pipe over there, I reckon. You, could you, sorry, could you say that in English? I'll be like a rat up a drain pipe. I'll be there. Oh, well, that's great. As long as you buy a ticket, I don't care. As long as you buy a ticket yeah. and keep your gob shut, I don't care. Yeah, do you have to buy it on the day, or...? In advance. Yeah, well, I would suggest buying it in advance, although I, I doubt we'll sell out a 200-seater. Can I just turn up there? Is that OK, if I bowl up there? Well, you keep listening, because we'll let you know if it yeah. does sell out. Yeah, I've got to go to the toilet. I've got to siphon the python. OK, oh, thank you. I mean, heck, that I mean, really... Too uh, much info. We might as well get them, go through all of them. Good evening, Paul. Hi, how are you doing, Ian? Good, good, thank you, Paul. What have you got for us? And Kath. Yes. Uh, first of all... Uh, I'd like to say, I'd, you were talking about hip, 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 or you last night. Yes? I would like to be yo, yo, yo. Of course you would. No, I, 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 I'd already written that down, mate. <laughs> do, you know, do you know why? Because you're a bellend. Oh. No, because in the 1970s, one year in the 1970s, yes. the British women's yo-yo champion, one year, was called Catherine... Boyle. Okay. Um, I tell you what, you've only got two minutes until the break, so Paul, you talk to Alan, I'm out. Okay. Okay, also, do you know why I'd like to be yo yo yo? Excuse me, I would say that line and you just ignored me. Uh, do you know why I'd like to also say yo yo yo? I'm saying hello and you're ignoring me. You're, you're boring me. So is this Andre, yeah? No, it's Alan. Alan, okay, right. Good evening, Paul. Good evening. How do you know, I'd also like to be yo, yo, yo. Hang on. Uh, you interrupted me. I asked you a question. How are you? Uh, I'm good. I'm very good, thank you, yes. How was your day? Very good. Very successful. A very pleasing day, because my mum had some good news. What was the good news? Uh, she had the all clear from some special scans she had. Oh, very lovely. From the hospital, and we've had a celebration Chinese takeaway meal tonight. Oh, very good. Did you have a King Porn Charmaine? No, it, no, but the car that home delivered it was a Ford Lucky House. Never oh. heard of that one. But I can't have Chinese because it gives me the squirts. Oh, that's a shame. Well, especially King Porn Charmaine. Does it make you wee wee? 
No, it makes me come out the other end. Oh, okay. In a liquid formation. Okay. Anyway, why do you want to be a yo-yo-yo? Because, because, uh, um, I'd like, I'd like to be a yo-yo-yo, because I'd like to be a Julie Hartley, I'd like to Julie Hartley. What, the Titanical Lady of Mid-Mornings? Hello? And they're gone. Talk radio. I've had my personal email and my personal telephone number shared by a guest that we had on earlier this week because of a um, a festival that didn't go well. Now hearing about a thing called Boomtown Fair, um, and I don't want to say it's going... Uh, I'm just reading stuff on Twitter about Boomtown Fair. Can anyone fill me in? 0344 499 1000 is the telephone number. This is The Late Night Alternative on Talk Radio. I'm Ian Lee. The Late Night Alternative with Ian Lee on Talk Radio. We have ways of making you talk. Well, ain't no use in one wipey. It don't matter anyhow. Ain't no use to sit and wonder why, babe. Not if you don't know by now. When you hear that a rooster crowing at the crack of dawn, look out that window, baby. I'm gonna be gone. You're the reason I'm traveling on. But baby, don't think twice, it's alright. I'm headed down that long. Goosebumps. He's in his late seventies. There, he's in his, and the whole album, the whole album, is that vibe. 
guitar, banjo, piano, bit of harmony. Mwah! And he's in his late 70s. And I hate Bob Dylan. <laughs> and and I played that. Well, I was listening to the album on the way in tonight. And I, I, I kept putting that song on repeat. I listened to that about five times in a row because it was just so joyous. And so did you hear, he did an album about ten years ago of cover versions. And he did uh, a Travis song. Did he? Yeah, he did Sing. Um, he, wow. And he did it brilliantly. He also did um, a Green Day song, um, Good Rid- Time of Your Life. Uh, and he d- I t- we'll play those later on. I, I haven't got them on here, so I'm going to have to buy them. But it, uh, it's, it will be, it's a pleasure to buy them, even though I've got them on a CD. Um, and they're brilliant. They're br- about ten years ago. Meet Glenn Campbell. It's such a good album. Do- him doing cover versions. Good evening, dear listener. 0344-499-1000 is the telephone number. It's the late night alternative on talk radio. Um, just seeing what's happening at the Boomtown Fair, but someone, some people are suggesting it might be similar to Hope and Glory, but, uh, but from what I can see from their Twitter feed, they are certainly communicating, but <laughs> they're telling people what to do. I think it's, it, it would appear, from what I can see, it would appear to be a weather issue and maybe not enough feet on the ground issue. But there are people grumbling, grumbling, that, that, I don't mean that in a derogatory term, just, it is a descriptive term, that they, um, uh, it's taken them 11 hours to get in and they've missed the first day. And things like that. So um, we shall keep it on um, the back burner. We should keep it on the back burner. Keep an eye on that and see what's going on there. Oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand is the telephone number. If you want to uh, give us a call, you can do. Um, I can't, I, I, I've got two uh, phone-in topics. Okay, we don't really do phone-in topics, but I, had, I did these on the Sunday show on Virgin. I do Virgin Radio Sunday mornings, ten till one. Uh, uh, there's a new phone-in show in town, guys, and we had ten calls on Sunday. Can you believe that for a phone-in show on a station where I was told, yeah, you won't get any calls? I had ten calls. Um, but two, two of these topics didn't get a look in, and I think they're gold. I think they're gold. Your mum's boyfriend before she married dad. Because my mum was always saying, oh, I wish I'd married... I can't remember his name. It's called, like, Mark or something. Oh, I, I should have married Mark instead of your father. He would have treated me... L- lots. There was a lot of that going on. Well, and my mum never mentions names. But, but that she, must have, she must have known other boys... She must have caught it, but that must have happened. Mm. I was just giving stern warnings about not falling for her um, charmers. Um, If you want to give us a call and tell us about um, your mum's boyfriend before she married dad, 0344 499 1000. And you might, this might have happened to you because you're a a SWAT. Have you ever had to use an embassy? No. Have you ever had to knock on the door of an embassy? And say, God, you've got, you've got to let me in. No. They're going to kill me. I'm, the, I'm a British citizen. I lived in Paris. Yes. And Zaragoza, Spain. It was hardly, um, Beirut. Well. No, so no, I didn't. The only time I've been in an embassy was with you. Well, I, I was ahead of you quite the, substantially. Yeah, the American embassy where you stitched me up. Yeah. So yeah. no, I, I haven't, no. Um, uh, yeah, well, okay. Well, if you've ever used an embassy, uh, dear listener, then, um, 0344-499-1000 is the uh, telephone number. And that's it in terms of your, your phone-in, phone-in favourites. Those are your phone-in favourites for this evening. I suspect we won't get many calls this evening. And do you know what? I'm, f- I'm fine with that. I'm cool with that. Um, 
The weekend is coming up upon us. I believe my family are going away tomorrow for the weekend, then coming back, then going away for a week, um, which means I can catch up on um, books and movies. Got, I've, got, I've got to read the Diddy David Hamilton book. I'm meeting Diddy David Hamilton for a coffee next week. Next Friday. Unbelievable. Unbelievable. Meeting him next Friday at five o'clock in town for a coffee. Wonderful. What a joy. Um, let's go to Bill in Holloway. Good evening, Bill. Oh, good evening. Um, right, you were talking about the Boomtown Fair. Now, the only Boomtown I know is the Chief Boomtown, right, which is Bob, Bob Geldof. Is it anything to do with that? No. Ah. That's uh, cut me a bit short, but uh, the two words that did sound familiar. And as a piece of advice, um, he lives uh, near Faversham. Right. And Faversham have a wonderful hall there called the Alexander Centre. You'd be wise to look it up. What, why? It what's so wonderful? What's so wonderful about the Alexander Centre? It's a great name. Yes. Uh, well, uh, uh, do you know Jenny Eclair? Um, I'm aware of Jenny Eclair, Yes. Yeah, well, you can talk to her about it as such. There's various artists that's been on there. I'd, well, I'd no, hang on. I mean, I said I'm aware of her. I don't, I don't have her... I've worked with her, but I don't have her telephone number. And seeing as you're on the line now, Bill, telling us about it, maybe you could illuminate the subject a little more. Uh, well, what do you want to know? Why are you recommending the Alexander Centre to me? Because you're playing various gigs uh, yeah, ah! up and down the country. Ah, as a potential venue! Yes. I see, I see, I see, Bill. That was not made clear. Uh, now, uh, yeah, so, sorry, but uh, like I say, I, I have been listening. Thank you. You're, you're an acquired taste, as they say. Yes, yes. I rang up before and uh, come short, but I'm beginning to understand what you're about now. Right, what am I about? Because uh, I don't know. Yeah, well, that's what... If you don't know, nobody knows. Exactly. <laughs> but did you come short today, or did you come long? No, I, I've had, um, I've had dreaded lurgy or whatever else hey. all day. I, I, I've barely, I haven't, I haven't even got dressed so far. I've had a hot bath, mm. and if you shake me, I rattle or whatever else. Are you naked? And, uh, underneath this, uh, bathrobe, yes. Hey, keep those, le- get, keep those legs crossed! Don't yes, none of your man spreading! No, 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 I, I'm, uh... <laughs> I'm actually in, in the kitchen talking to you, yes. as such, yes. um, and I was going to do various other things, but I, I started listening to Mark a while, then I started listening to you, and I'm making notes or whatever, as such, and um, my daughter's coming up to 10 years old, and so hopefully we might be down at King's Cross. Oh, fantastic! What, uh, whoa, 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 whoa. T- 10 years old is too young. Oh. Too young? Why, why is that? Well, Because y- it's very sweary. Well, no, hang on, hang on, hang on, hang on, hang on. It's not very sweary. It's sweary. No, hang on a second. It's not very sweary, but I would yeah. su- I would suggest I would suggest that perhaps fourteen is 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 probably yeah. um, the the age limit. T- t- ten might be it might be a little bit blue for a ten year old Bill. I'm afraid. Yeah. Okay. Um, well, thanks for that warning. Yes. But, uh, she is uh, quite um, you know uh, a proper little madam, you might say. Okay. Well, then that's and the other thing parent, is to fine. mention is um, yes. uh, the Royal Institution. Yes. Oh, yeah, it's good there. Uh, well, is, that, is that where we gave a talk yeah, for the radio did. people? Yeah, we gave a talk there. It was great there. Did you? Oh, yeah, we oh, gave well, a talk I, on radio. I've been a little bit out of commission there. I used to be a member. Uh, you know, if you're a member, you can call yourself M- MRI first, believe it or not. What, what, member what? of the Royal Institution. Can you? Yes, but what does that in, what does that entitle you? What, I don't understand these memberships. What would that entitle you to? Well, way back when, it used to entitle you to sort of go in the Royal Institution, sit down and... Uh, Read that all the journals they used to have, oh. which were spread out on the, on the table. I, I, it's been um, 
done up now because um, was it Susan Green? Yes. Um, yeah, was a director for a while, and she you know got the builders in and literally wrecked the place. And um, they had a reopening with HRH open it because it was a two hundredth anniversary. Yes. And um, after that, it's um, uh, you know uh, sort of limped along because of uh, lack of money. Now um, I, I've also sort of had to let my membership, uh, you know. Uh, were you were you a troublemaker? No, no, no. I, I've had a stroke, and so I had to leave it for a while. But okay. I'm getting back on form again. You can still be a troublemaker if you've had a stroke. That doesn't stop people being troublemakers. Well, you start tripping over people and treading on people's toes. Well, that's their problem. Let them deal with it. Yes, uh, that's what I think. So, so, I mean, they do have a certain area for people who've got uh, wheelchairs and this, that, and the other, but I'm not quite there yet. I, I, although I've got an artificial hip, I can walk, yeah, with the aid of a walking stick. Okay, well, I, I can't wait until I need a walking stick. I went to get my eyes tested today, Bill, and I was so disappointed when she said, well, you could get glasses for long distance, and, you know, you could get reading glasses, but they'd be such a small prescription, there's no point, really. I was gutted, Bill, gutted! Well, have you tried radial keratotomy? Sorry? Radial keratotomy? Yeah. What's that? Well, that's where they sort of shine a laser and, and, no. and plane you. No. I'm not well, doing... A bit, I'm not having bits of my eyeballs shaved off by a laser. It's... I mean, I, I'm in the same boat as such. I'm very short-sighted. Well... But I wear contact lenses. It's a different boat. You just can't see it. Yes. Well, yeah, and and the thing is, um, while I'm wearing contact lenses, yes. I I had to literally wear um, uh, sort of uh, reading glasses. Yes. Because I've got to that stage in life where my eyesight is so bad, I have to have um, you know uh, additional help. Uh, so, so I've got contact lenses uh, in, that, which take care of the uh, vision as such, and then um, I've got reading glasses. Um, we're not in the same boat. I'm in a helicopter, but I appreciate that, Bill. Thank you. Okay, hope, well, hope, you're welcome. Hope you get better right, soon. Bye. Ta-ta. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Um, he sounded like an old man. He had a ten-year-old daughter. But that's possible. Look at Des O'Connor. 0344 499 is the telephone number. This is The Late Night Alternative on Talk Radio. The Late Night Alternative with Ian Lee. On air and off the leash. On Talk Radio. 0344 499 Okay, um, is the, uh, telephone number, um, I've used a Canadian embassy in the UK, I popped in to find out the results of a hockey game. Really? That's a misuse of, um, things. Oh, but, but, so can you just go in for, like, tea? Oh, I've been to the British embassy in, in India. In Pakistan, I think. I think we went to the British embassy and got, um, absolutely rat ass there. In a dry country, there's a lot of booze floating around. Well, that would be British, um, soil, wouldn't it? It so would be, yeah. Oh, there. God, yeah, 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 yeah. They're absolutely steaming in there, I seem to remember. Ay, 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 ay. There's not a lot in the papers either tonight. Um, well, hang on a minute. What have I written down here? I've written in the Daily Mail. Page 39, drug. Oh, yeah, yeah, there we go. Look at this. John Simpson. You know John right, Simpson, yeah. the old news guy? Yeah. He's going to take drugs. What? He's going to take... He's, he's gonna, that's it. He's going to take drugs. He's taken them before. He's going to take them again. On the telly? Yeah. The first time John Simpson 
tried a dangerous... He's the old guy with the white hair. He's the one that liberated Afghanistan. Yes. Tried a dangerous... The first time John Simpson... The first time John Simpson tried a dangerous hallucinogenic drug in the rainforest, his mind went on a disturbing journey involving talking trees and a six-foot goldfish. I think he mentions that. I've read his book. I think he talks about that in there. But the BBC journalist was clearly not put off by his experiences, and 25 years later, the 72-year-old has revealed he will take the drug again while filming a documentary in the Amazon. I was asked by Channel 4 to go and um, take this drug. This is the one you, you go... Peyote. No, 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 it's Aku... Ayahuasca. 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 So it's like this stuff, and it, what it does is um, the tribes take it. And uh, it makes you puke and shit like there is no tomorrow. And if you can withstand that, uh, you go on, you go on a trip and you go, it's all psychedelic and it's, you know, it's a ritual around. I was, Channel 4 wanted me to do it, but it was just when I was stopping doing those kind of things. And I spoke to some people and they went, nah, not a good idea, mate. Uh, but I was going to, they were going to send me out to the jungle to, um, to, to take that. Imagine. Oh, imagine it. They were going to pay me money to go to the jungle and take that, um, and not not and not take that the pop group, but take that drug. Um, the drug called ayahuasca is a powerful drink used by the Ashaninka Indians that is said to make a person confront fears from their past. It is a potent form of uh, dimethyltryptamine dimethyltryptamine doesn't that sound delicious which is illegal in the uk i mean doesn't that sound illegal despite this drug being responsible for the death of at least one britain simpson says he's relaxed about taking it again in october however the world affairs editor admitted he was terribly nervous before taking the tribal drug in 1992 and recalls seeing a six-foot goldfish who came and put his fin around my shoulder wearing a hat and said how's it going man (laughs) Um, childhood fear confronted (laughs) simpson whose book we chose to speak of war and strife is out now told the mail i had no problems but i know people that have had real problems asked if he was nervous about taking the drug again he said i'm quite kind of relaxed about all those different things the bbc has been contacted for comment Uh, well good for him loads of people go and um, do that loads of people go and do it for a laugh um and loads of people do it because it's supposed to be a spiritual um cleansing uh, uh, way of moving on to a, a better life they did some re- there was some really good research done which i didn't read too much of because i don't like reading or watching too much about drugs because it makes me want to go and take drugs but um a friend of mine told me they'd done this and then by coincidence like two or three weeks later this report came out um and it's, it's well you know it's a well respected report about how taking magic mushrooms can be good um certainly in the short term for some people for depression mm. it can help um they say and i'm not in any way condoning it or saying people should do it although you used to be able to buy magic mushrooms on camden high street quite legally and online um but it it, it um it, it, uh, it, it sort of the suggestion is is it sort of rewires your neural pathways to a certain extent that uh, stops negative thinking and promotes positive thinking and it can also help some people 
um, deal with certain issues that they might have in their life and kind of help them work it out. So th- this is what so I, that uh, bit of research exactly. Suggests. This is what, what I've gleaned. Um, uh, I, I've gleaned from that, and um, you do you do wonder, don't you? I mean, magic mushrooms—they're they're mushrooms. They grow in in fields, particularly where cows um, uh, evacuate their bowels. It tends to be the place. Um, and peyote is is natural, and this this um, ju- uh, drug in the jungle, this um, drungle, drungle. There you go, drungle, is um, is natural. And you do, and and weed is natural as well. And you do wonder how something that just grows can be, you know, illegal and frowned upon so much. And I don't know, I don't, I don't, I don't really know. Um, but I'll certainly be watching him tripping his nuts off. <laughs> That sounds like a, a fun thing to uh, to be typing into. Where's the first one in YouTube? Then is it, was it on television? The first no, time that he... I don't think so. No, I think I read his first book he just years did it for ago. A laugh. Years ago, I, I'm not sure. Um, hallucinogen. John Simpson hallucinogen. Um, no, there's just footage of him getting shot. Um, Gatford. Lord Lee, Lady Boyle, how are you? Hip, hip, hip. I'm all right. Uh, hip, hip, what kind of cake? No, no, um, no, 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 no. This oh. is an important question. Catherine, are you ready? Gatford, hip, hip, hip. Yo, 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 Gatford. Yo, yo, yo. Okay, he's going to join your side. Well, that's great. You've got all of the losers. I do apologise. You've got um, Alan Caddick, Paul in London, Stephen Newcastle, Dom, who swears, Paul in Stoke Poges, and Gatford. I don't want Dom. You've got Dom? No. I'm right in the list. You kicked him out. I don't want him. Don't assume. All right. Well, Dom in that case is in no man's land. Dom, Dom is a, is a, is on his own. Yeah. He's Switzerland. So you've got Alan Caddick, Paul in London, Stephen Newcastle, Paul in Stoke Poges, and Gatford I'm on not your sure team. I want Paul in Stoke Poges. You've got a tough. Mind. You've got him. <sighs> I'm worried that when this call ends, you're going to say you don't want me either, Gatford. Of course, I want you, Gatford. Of course, she doesn't want you. You're useless. No. Well. Okay, yeah, he's got a point, actually. You're um, useless. Hey, they're rem- Guess what, guys? Breaking news. Yeah. They're remaking the monsters. Again? Yep. They're remaking the monsters, guys. Are there no new ideas anymore? No, sir. No, there are not. You said something recently that blew my mind. Oh, yeah. Firstly, you went to the opticians and they did give you a prescription for glasses. That no, they... they lose my mind. Yeah, yeah. well, because we all know they're a licensed... Pre- I had to pay 25 quid for the test. Is that normal? I thought eye I tests know, were I, free I at Boots. Free. I get free because of the, um... Well, I don't know if it's because of the toll or the diabetes. I'm not sure. Both. It's just because they want to get rid of you. Yeah, um, Yeah, I paid, but no, they didn't. She didn't get... She said you could get them if you want, but it's, it will be such a small prescription. Um, come back in two years. And I went, oh. You see, I always thought oh, yeah. that they would sell you glasses no matter what, but my mum's been yeah. turned away as well. And to be honest, she's as blind as a bat, so... Um... I've worn glasses for over 30 years, and they've always given me new prescriptions. Well, that's because your eyes are um, screwed yeah. like mine. Yeah. Mine, have got, mine have got worse. They obviously see me coming, which is more than what I can do. <laughs> um, yeah. That's why you don't want me new team, Catherine. I do want you to in my team, yeah. I do. Okay, what what have I got to do on the team? Any We're just going to have a massive things? fight. Oh, brilliant. <laughs> yeah. Is that is that on the 4th of September? 
Um, Whatever it is. 3rd of September, isn't it? Can I just say, this is the most boring conversation I've ever heard on my show. And no, I'm, it isn't. I'm steering this oh, ship, on, and it's done. Here's the thing, Gatford. I've, I'm, I've, I feel a bit, um... I feel a bit empty tonight, in t- and, and the show we've had, you know, brilliant start to the show with with Mel C and and, and with with Mark Thompson and, and, and Samantha yeah. Fox, not that one. Um, uh-huh. And then after that, it just feels I, I don't really feel I've got anything well, to bring to the party tonight. This is the old Frank Sidebottom problem that you used to have, what? where he comes on, he's brilliant, yeah. like Mel, like your, your, your scientist fella, yeah. And what do you do after that? Yeah, yeah. You you you've kind of gone too soon. Oh. So, you know, you need to restart the show. You need to play a song, restart the show. Uh, just, I, don't, right I don't... That feels a bit hackneyed. That mm. feels a little bit... I've, oh, I've done that before. Oh, yeah, let's restart the show halfway through the show. That feels a bit... Oh, I've been there, done that. All right, end the show. Oh, don't tempt me. Don't tempt me. But I can't... End the show and just put on a long playing record. Mm, no. I, I, it just feels a bit... Um, no. I appreciate the suggestion. And we're just, we're just spitballing here, as they say in America in yeah. the 90s. We're just spitballing. Um, but Talk it just show. feels a bit... Um, a bit limp, a bit flaccid. I feel flaccid yeah. tonight. Maybe I've, maybe I've run out of ideas. Maybe that's it. Maybe that's it. We're done. It we, was a good. It was a good run. Yeah, it was a good run. Good, good, solid yeah. um, twelve years of. Um, yeah, go out on a high. The last Ray Giles were good. Yeah, yeah. End it now. Yeah, that's it. Not that's you. It. What? Well, I'm going to end this call, Gatford. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I don't want him in my team. He's in your team. No. Good evening. Uh, hip, 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 Darren. Who's on the spot? Uh, um, oh, uh, hip, hip, hip. Right. So Darren's on my it, team. You can have him. Okay. <laughs> I want Darren. He's a, he's a yeah, fighter. Yeah, thanks. <laughs> He's a fighter. He's a warrior. No, well, I wouldn't go that far. Yep. But anyway. Yes, Darren. Being that, that drug, which I've never had straight away, by the way, it's called ayahuasca. What? Ayahuasca. Aye. Ayahuasca. Ayahuasca. Aye. Ayahuasca. Yeah, man. Ayahuasca. Oh. Right. Oh, DMT. Yes. Um, and I've seen a couple of kids have it, right? And wow. Well, the thing is, though, DMT. Was, but the wow. thing is, though, the thing is, the, the, what they probably what they had was probably a kept was 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 made in a laboratory. The stuff that these dudes no, no, are they having, even made it themselves, mate. Yeah, well, exactly, shit. exactly. So it's you it's. it's, it's it, a, I know what you're saying like. But so it's a diff- It's different to what they're having in the jungle. Well, I'll see it. Well, if it's not, it's not far off. God. Well, no, it's different. One one comes from a plant. The other is the other is 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 made. You have to construct it from chemicals. Correct. No, so it's different. Right. So one is natural, mm. one is man-made. The point is, I mean, I've never seen, I've seen kids have bits and bobs, right? And the point is with that, right? It just came back and it was whew, ten minutes later, and oh, it, that's reset my mind. I thought I'll take your word for it. You know what I mean? What? That, they've said uh, it's reset their mind. Well, I okay. uh, one had a really bad one. Yes. Off it, right? And the other two came, and that was it. Oh, I'll do it again. I was like thinking, wow, um, different anything I've ever seen. Well, don't don't do drugs, kids. That's the simple option. Oh, absolutely. Yes, absolutely. But that was that's just to re- really tell you what the word exactly was. Ayahuasca. Thank you. Uh, we we always like pendants um, who correct my no pronunciation. Problem. Not a problem at all. Thank you, mate. Cheers, you. Ta-ta. Bye.
Ta-ta. 0344-499-1000 is the telephone number. We're kind of just bumping along the ground a bit tonight. After the, the, the dizzy heights of pop stars and science at the start of the show, it all feels a little bit uh, limp. Let's see if we can find some form of metaphorical Viagra that we can um, down by the handful and try and get ourselves hard for the last 90 minutes of the show. Again, I mean metaphorically or literally. I don't, I'm not fussed either way there. 0344 499 The Late Night Alternative on Talk Radio. The Late Night Alternative with Ian Lee on Talk Radio. We'll get you talking. 0344 499 is the telephone number. If you want to give us a call, you'd be more than welcome to hang the second. Bill, you've been on already. I know I've been on already, but yeah, like I say, we, we finished a little early, as Sorry? far as I'm concerned. Sorry, what? All right, now, look, all right, do you think, hip, 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 hosah. Yes, what, 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 what did you just say? I said, you said to the last uh, caller, well, hip, hip, hip. So I responded, well, the response would be hosah. Okay, no, but what did you say about finishing early? Well, I uh, probably got cut off, whatever. I mean, um, I, I can go on. I mean, my, my hobby is sports medicine, by the way. And, uh, you know, uh, I know about, a few, you know, enough uh, about these things to get me myself into trouble. Uh, not myself, but... Um, get yourself pregnant. Uh, you know... No, no, no. Uh, have you ever seen the film Forbidden Planet, which is based on The Tempest? Y- yes, I have. Yes. Well, that's basically, yeah, like I say, that's about the id and the ego. I thought it was about uh, um, a, a robot in, on, in space. Yeah, I know. It, the, the film was, but the film was based on Shakespeare's The Tempest. Why didn't you just ask whether I'd seen The Tempest? Well, I, I wouldn't, uh, well, have you seen The Tempest? Oh, you were making a judgment. Yes. You were, weren't you? Well, you're asking me. I'm asking you what? What? Look, all right, you're asking me um, about this, that, and the other. I'm asking you. I'm not asking you anything. I'm wondering why you phoned it up for a second time. What? I said, I'm ringing up, so I'm asking the question. Well, uh, you're asking the question because it's your show. What what has happened in the ten minutes since we last spoke? Because that last call was perfectly rational and polite and, and made sense. This is all over the shop. Well, it can be, because I've got that type of mind. I've been taking lots of tablets, by the way, so I've got a streaming coal. You're talking about Robbie the Robot and, and, and Shakespeare yes. and sports medicine? Yes, and? Why, I guess, to distill it into well, one word, you're why? you're talking about things that are connected with it as such. I've not okay. mentioned Shakespeare. Uh, you, you, well, all right, I'd mention Shakespeare or whatever, such because the two are connected. Okay, tell me, tell me, um, why? Well, you were talking about, um, Simpson, weren't you? Taking the, um, whatever drug it was. Yes, the And I was counselled against it, personally, because, uh, don't mess with your mind. It's as simple as that. Um, there's an old saying, drugs, you see, you use, or you don't belong. Don't belong. Hang on, where's that saying? Well, I've heard it, and I thought it made sense as such. It's the well, same but it's it, but, but, but it's 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 a reality that people do take drugs, and we we have to address that. People aren't going to stop taking drugs um, because of sayings like that. So we have to address the fact that people take drugs. And this is a seventy-two-year-old reporter who will be repeating an experience he had twenty-five years ago. 
Uh, possibly, as such, um, he thinks he may be repeating that inexperience uh, t- 25 years ago. But uh, as he spent the, you know, the next 24 hours dribbling into his lap, which you do after a stroke as well, he'll realise that um, you know his uh, ego, which you can't get away from when you go to sleep or whatever such, was it the id? I can't remember which. Um, is uh, turns around and giving you bad dreams. The id, the ego, and the super ego. Yes, that's right. They featured that in um, uh, the the uh, Forbidden Planet because of the crows. Or was it the Tempest? As well, that uh, as I said, the, um, the Forbidden Planet was based on Shakespeare's The Tempest. Have you taken this hallucinogenic drug today? No, I don't because, like I say, I've got an interest in sports medicine, and I know better n- now, especially in my time of life. Um, what year were you born in? What's that got to do with anything? Well, because I'm working out who's the senior partner here. Well, I- in terms of what age? Yes. Or or or, or I'll life? Go, I'll go ahead, Matt. Life so, knowledge. Uh, I, I was born in 1955. That's fantastic! Happy birthday. Yeah, I know, and all the rest of it. Now, well, what year were you born in? I don't understand why that's. I don't understand why you're asking me that question. Because I can jump around as well as you can. I don't. Well, I don't even know what that means. So, no, you can't. All right, what year were you born in? I don't know why you're asking me that question, Bill. All right, well, I'm asking that question because I'm trying to find out your, um... uh, So, who who wins? The oldest person wins? No, the oldest person doesn't, but it gives me an idea about you. Well, I've got an idea about you. I had an idea about you before I uh, learnt your age. Yeah, and you were totally off the mark. Well, you don't know what my idea was. Well, I can guess at the moment, because, like I say, you, you string people along, and then you mislead them, and then I've, how have How have I... Are you talking about my girlfriends? How, how have I strung you along and misled you? Oh, you got a girlfriend? No, good. Well, that, that's uh, something, anyhow. Why Yeah, you, well, what, the, the uh, what, last uh, remark you said to me was, um, you know, the guy's uh, quite old, and he's got a ten-year-old daughter. Well, that's true. I did waste a bit of time or whatever such, but uh, during that time... So you've taken offence at something that was said as a passing remark after you'd gone, and you've come back to to exact revenge. But why don't you just say that instead of wasting the last three or four minutes talking nonsense? Well, I I just caught it on on the last bit of the radio or whatever such. But it's it's not, you know, it's not... I mean, I've got a wonderful um, uh, daughter. uh, I'm sure she's she's fantastic. Um, I've not criticised your daughter or your parenting. No, 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 I'm not, I'm not, like I say, I know so little about you, I'm trying to find out a little more so that I can, I suppose, put you in a, you know, a pigeon box or whatever else. I don't want to be in a pigeon box. Oh, I'll be in another box then. I don't want to be in any of your boxes, they're dirty. No, no, all right, they're my boxes. You carry on asking the question then. Well, well, okay, the question is, what the hell are you talking about? What the hell am I talking about? Right. Uh, I think our last parting shot was, um, you know, uh, what I... There was no doing. parting shots, it was a conversation, and it finished. Oh, it was a conversation. All right, we'll have a conversation then. OK? It's a two-way thing, and you're the boss, because, like I say, it's your radio show. Correct? There's no boss in a conversation. It's just a conversation. I'm really confused yeah, by this, a, Bill. It's a series of statements to establish a fact, correct? No, incorrect. All right, well, what do you, what's your definition? Two people talking. All right, two people talking. We're talking. 
such. I don't understand okay. what the a- I don't understand where the attitude is. The attitude because I said I, I, I said that I thought you were an older man with a younger daughter. Is that the attitude? It's not so much. Well, it, it did um, uh, get my hackles up a little well, bit. Well, I'm sorry if it got your that. hackles up. It wasn't meant as a judgment. Well, it was meant as an observation. Your apology, thank you. It was meant as an observation. How many kids you got? Uh, just give me the number. Don't tell me about the kids. Why should I? All right. Well, you should. It's your show, so you don't have to. Well, I, t- I certainly don't have to to rude people. No. Oh, I- I'm rude, am I? Very. Yes. Question? There All you right, go. There's there. There. Telling me it was a question. You're the being rude. Kettle black. Sorry. I said, "There's the pot calling the kettle black." And you're full of cliches. Yes, I know. At this time of life, you are. Well, no, you don't have I'll to be. I've been all my life. You don't have to well, be. You... Say something original, no, no, no. Bill. All right, something original. Say something new. Um, well, uh, look, we've only got... Well, uh, well, how long are you on uh, the air for, uh, till? Uh, till one o'clock? So many questions. O'clock? One o'clock or twelve o'clock? What time's your show finished? Because I don't know that. Hello? Uh, there's a question I'm prepared to answer. We're on till one o'clock. Good. One o'clock. Oh, well, we've got, we got... Well, uh, you don't want me on all night unless... Uh, there quite, must be other people there. I'm quite talking. happy to, okay. to to let you de- deconstruct yourself on radio and, and and implode, if that's what you want to do. I won't be imploding. I won't be deconstructing or whatever as such. You're falling but, um, apart, man. Well, uh, maybe. I, I am on antidepressants and... Uh, you know, they well, I'm sorry have to hear a, a that. Little bit effect. Yeah, I'm sorry oh, to yes, hear that. Well, uh, yeah, we get to know what, what the names are and things like that, and all the rest of it. Well, you're and, into um, sports medicine. That's one of your hobbies. Yes, I know it's one of my hobbies. I mean, I had to put it to one side. I mean, I've been with uh, football teams and gridiron teams or whatever as such. So I, I have a lot of experience there as well. Believe it or not. Is anyone else feeling really, really tense right now? Because I am. I am. All right. Well, all right, you are. I'm not at the moment because uh, obviously because uh, you're I'm, hectoring. Uh, hectoring. What, what does hectoring mean, please? You're, you're hectoring. No, uh, you, you you haven't given me a definition of hectoring. Well, I, I don't need to because it's a, a word in common use. You're hectoring me. Oh well, uh, I remember. Um, was it Hector and uh, Kate, uh, Kiki or whatever such? Which a couple of glove partners. No, you're not glove puppeting uh, me. You're hectoring me. You're very aggressive. I don't know why. Oh, I, well, I can be. I'm probably an alpha male. I think anyone who thinks they're an alpha male is certainly a beta at best. Uh, well, yeah, I could be. Uh, you yeah, know, when I'm depressed, but at the moment, I'm you know bright-eyed and bushy-tailed. Okay, so, so it's turning into a dick measuring contest, is it? <laughs> well, it can be, but um, like I say, I think we've got to measure each other if nothing else. Um, okay. I've got no idea what's happened in the last ten minutes. Well, uh, well, all right. Can you just answer me what year you were born? That's all I want to know. Why is that so important for you to know that information? Because, um, I know what people you would probably listen to during life. I mean, my... my You have no idea what people... You have no idea what people I would listen to during life. Well, uh, it gives me a good idea, because, like I say, if you're in your 20s, 30s, 40s, 50s, 60s, 70s, or whatever as such, uh, it's various things. I mean, I don't have a thousand record, uh, thousand singles, I should say, for nothing, uh, but I can always tell when I'm, you know, bright-eyed and bushy. A thousand, toes, when I you're, start buying you're rambling, a thousand singles? 
A thousand singles, yes. And that's the old singles type, you know, um, L- yeah, not LPs. They're, 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 they're the extra or whatever. Let me, the uh, vinyl let, singles. Let me help you, Bill. You mean 45s? Yes, that's correct. I know. Yeah. Well, I'm glad you have such no, a big true. collection of 45s. Yes, and I've got uh, quite a big collection of LPs as well. And I've got a quite big collection of um This is literally li- well. literally this is this is a dick measuring competition. <laughs> I'm not prepared to get I'm not prepared to show you my dick so you can measure it. But you're constantly getting your dick out and waving it in my face. Well, I apologize for that if you, you feel I am uh, as such. But, I've never um, seen anyone try to assert the alpha male position in in, in such a cack handed manner before. Oh, cack-handed. Um, all right. Uh, well, I'm not as experienced on radio as you are, uh, one way or another. More experienced uh, at life, apparently, and you have a bigger record collection than me, maybe. Well, possibly. But uh, I say I know so little about you, I'm having to make assumptions. Well, they're all wrong. Well, all right, well, we'll, we'll see each other eye to eye when uh, King's Cross. But uh, don't be scared or whatever as such. Of what? I'm, I'm scared going of... to enjoy it. Scared of what? Sorry? S- don't be scared well, don't of be scared. of what? Oh, well, well, if you're performing, I say I'll be sitting back laughing, with, you know, with the rest of the audience. But why would I be scared? It's a weird thing to say. Well, yeah, I might have assumed something that you might think I'm a possibly a stalker or something like that, or, or keep you know so lonely I keep ringing up. At the moment, I do have a partner. She's down in Basildon at the moment, and uh, she suffers from cerebral palsy. So we have that that uh, to contend with, uh, one way or another. So I suppose that's why I, I uh, get a little bit uptight about things. Now uh, the, the next bit, um, they they had the the uh, I think it was the railway children at King's Cross or whatever such. They, they had the uh, train there, if I remember right, because uh, well I, I saw the video of that or whatever such. And it was quite well done. Um, and that was at King's Cross. You're nowhere near there, are you? No. There's still silence. No. Uh, so, uh, yeah, I, I did write down where, where you would be or whatever. So, uh, I'll see if I can get a couple of tickets or whatever. So, I mean, I'm going to sit back and enjoy the show. So, don't worry. Don't worry about what? That sounds really a menacing. Show. Well, I think any artist who's performing a show is a little bit, um... Well, yeah, nerves or whatever. So, but obviously, it's a show you've done several times. So, of course, uh, yeah. Once the nerves go, then um, you know, uh, uh, how would you call it? You just take over on your instinct, as such, don't you? If you're an artist, yes or no? I, I, um, I, um, um, I, I didn't hear a question. Oh well, I, 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 yeah, you seem to be. If somebody asks you a question, you take the opposite stance as far as I can see, which is fair enough. This is your show. No, I answer. And, I, I um, tend to answer honestly to the questions that I want to. I've not. I've not. I didn't hear a question there, and I've not wanted to answer any of your other questions. Okay, fair enough. It's your prerogative as such. I'll, I'll, I'll you know, I'll, uh, my batteries are beginning to run a bit low, and uh, probably too. the effect of the tablets are wearing off. Okay. But um, well, I hope to see you when you do the King Cross show. Thanks, okay. Thanks for calling, Bill. Bye-bye. Um, anyone? <laughs> oh, three, four, 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 nine, nine, one thousand. This is turning into the late night show I always wanted it to be. 
The Late Night Alternative with Ian Lee. Unfiltered Night Talk with the original king of unconventional conversation on Talk Radio. We have ways of making you talk. Hang on a second, hang on a second, let me get the list. Oh, hip, 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 Kyle! Oh, hip, hip, hip. Yeah, oh, brother, it's good to hear from you, man. Really good to hear. You sit this one out, Kath. Kyle's one of mine. Uh, one, one of yours is calling up next, Kath. You can speak to Paul in London in a bit, That's okay? fine. No, that's go. fine. Go on, Kyle. What have you got, brother? It's great. Always great to get someone from the hip, hip, hip squad. That's, well, as as we are know, calling ourselves now. Well, do you know what? There's, oh, again, about 50 things to address with I've you. Got no, by the way, I've got no idea what was going on there. As, <laughs> as such. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say, you should have do, do done the, uh, the Partridge thing. I've said, uh, how, many, how many singles have you got? And when he says 100, say, I've got 101. <laughs> <laughs> I must admit, this really is. I'm, I'm, people on Twitter saying, that was awkward. I love it. This is the, that, that last 10 minutes is exactly the show I would want. I would, I would love to be able to go home after this, Kyle, and turn on a radio show where you get to hear Mel C being fabulous, you get to hear some people talking about making science fun, and then you get a call like Bill's. Uh, that, to me, is the perfect late-night radio show, so I am digging this more than I could ever thought possible. Well, there was t- there was tons of it. I, don't, I, like, I, don't, I didn't know what to start. When he talks <laughs> about, like, a pigeon box as opposed to a pigeon hole... Dribble. I had a stroke, as you know. I didn't dribble on myself. Get in the pigeon box, says James on Twitter. (laughs) (laughs) I don't want to get in the pigeon box. Hashtag pigeon box. Hashtag pigeon box. Um, Can can I just say, is he going to shoot me at the next rabbit hole in London? Is that what that's building up to? You shouldn't be afraid, but I mean... I am I'm going to wear my stab-proof vest. I am concerned that he's bringing a ten-year-old into this. (laughs) God. Oh dear, dearie well, me! I didn't, I, I didn't want to say it now, but recently, obviously, you did. I think you did a live rabbit hole recording in, in Manchester and geeky. Now it all comes out, doesn't it? Yeah, yeah. That's why I was sat where I was. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Because Kath is fair game, even yeah. though I'm on team what? hip hip hip. Kath is on the game. What? Hey, that is that is libelous, buddy. You better take that back. Even though you're a hip hip hip, um, what did I call us? The hip 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 shaggers. None of my business, mate. Hip, what did I call us? The hip, the hip, hip, hip squad. That was it. Why uh, would you say shaggers? Well, because um, we it's well, just because, why would you say that? Because Julie's in the team now. And, Again, no, it's Julie's just, going to want to defect, hey, and I won't blame her. It's just, it's just a hip, hip, hip squad bounce. That's all it is, Kath. She's Get the only it. female in it, and you're uh, subjecting her to that. And you know what? That. She loves it. So, Kyle, yes, what you got for us, buddy? Come on, let's let's get what? some meat on this bone. Again. What is it? It, it's a bit weird following this, but uh, so <laughs> early on today, I was at home. And, I just wanted, and this is genuine. I wanted your advice, oh, you yeah. and and Kath. Okay, we give good advice. We've lived. So there was a like, uh, you know, I live in a little end terrace house, whatever. A little kitty knocks on my door today. He must have been about seven years old. Yes, Irish accent. Oh, hello, blonde hair. Yeah, super cute. Yeah, and he said, uh, "Do you want to buy some uh, pillows?" Sorry, hang on. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Seven, whoa, 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 whoa. There's a seven-year-old going door-to-door selling pillows. Yeah, this is what? wrapped up. Uh, well, hang on. And no duvet covers. Who <laughs> buys pillows? Know. Is this Bill putting on a voice? What is, what is coming up? <laughs> okay, well, did you... The thing is, if that had happened to me today, someone someone left some pillows in the tent outside and the tent leaked, so the pillows have all got mould on. So we're pillows mm. short. So I would have said, yes, I'll take four. 
Well, but they were all, they were wrapped. Yeah. So this is genuinely true. I'm not, it's not like a radio wire. Were they this stuffed with feathers, true. or were they stuffed with that foam stuff? Because I can't bear that foam stuff. Oh, I can't have feathers. I'm allergic. I like feathers because you can fold it over. The foam stuff, it doesn't move. Oh, well, I, I don't know, because they were wrapped. Oh, it's, Dude, it's, there's it's, a kid trying to sell you, you, your pillows. You've got to touch the pillows. Don't well, touch the I child's did, pillows. Well, well, I didn't answer. Well, I opened the door thinking it was my friend. He was coming around. So I opened the door. He was like, do, you know, do I buy two pillows? So I was like, no. Thinking like my friend was anyway. And uh, But then he said, then he said, and he was such a cute little kiddie, not in a weird way, but he said, can, can I use your bathroom? And I was like, that's a total yeah. step. It has to be. Stay off Twitter. Plus, Stay off Twitter. plus, Stay off plus, Twitter. plus, plus, plus. These days, it's horrible to say. I'm going to say it. You can't have children coming into your house no. that you don't know. Well, no, but also, anyone that yeah. knocks on your door wants to use your toilet. No, I don't think so. But also, you think if it's a kid selling pillows, right? Um, uh, 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 th- that is that That's is unusual. That is someone has primed that per- that kid so that they then come and go. Um, oh, that man touched me. Did you touch him? Well, you better give us two hundred quid, otherwise we're going to tell the the police. Just don't don't put yourself in that position. No, no, I think I think you're right. But like, but I, I genuinely did feel really, really bad for a couple of minutes, which sounds awful for a couple of minutes. But just going, no, nah, that's something doesn't add it either. That or my iPad and everything would have gone from my house yeah. quickly. Yeah, in the pillow. So, well, indeed, yeah. But I, I didn't, I didn't buy that. But I was genuinely asking you about the advice. Well, you should have bought a pillow, but not let him have a dump. <laughs> <laughs> No, you say you, you know. Be nice to the kid. It's not the kid's fault. How much were the pillows? You didn't. See, you didn't ask any of this, Kyle. I'm annoyed. I'm going to have to write a guidebook for all the hip, hip, hip squad on what to do if young children come door to door selling pillows. You should have asked him how much the pillows were. Was that really his best price? And then offered him a five or less if you bought three, five or less per pillow. And also, you should have felt those pillows. Well, it was three ninety nine. Okay, said that for a pillow. Time. For, for both pillows together. As a oh, no, 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 no. Hang no, on! No. Bed, bed pillows? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Re- yeah. They were rectangular sized. Rectangular yeah. shaped. Yeah. Normal sized pillows. Yeah. Three ninety nine for 12. Do you mean pillow cases? No, pillows. 12 pillows for three ninety nine, and you didn't no. buy them? No, two pillows for three ninety nine. Who needs 12 pillows, you Well, st- Alright, so that's two quid a pillow... And you turned it down. Pillows are about 15, 20 quid. Yeah, but these pillows are obviously dodgy pillows. They're going to be filled with glass or something. They're going to be filled with tiny little robbers. <laughs> and when Bees. when Kyle goes to sleep in the night, these <gasps> tiny, tiny, tiny little men, the leprechauns, sort of come out and they'll go and steal all his bits and pieces. Leprechauns have never stolen anything. They are guardians of pots of gold, as you should that was, know. Th- that was in the olden days, Catherine, but times are hard. They were hit by the recession just like... Hey, and by the way, it's ten years and a day since the uh, credit crunch crash... Is it? Yeah, Christ, um, happened. Ten years and a day. Imagine that. Kyle, I'm disappointed in you, mate. Sorry. That's okay, don't worry. We're, we're, okay. we're the hip, hip, hip shaggers. We'll get round this. If anyone else needs advice, yep. 0344 Here's one for you, Kath. I don't want to talk to this guy. He's a loser. It's Paul. Yo, yo, yo! Yo, 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 Paul. Welcome to... How are you? Yeah, I'm all right. How are you? I'll have... Can I have two pillows, please? <laughs> I know a guy. <laughs> But he will want to use I your had, toilet as well. I had tickets for King's Cross, but I'm going to find mine away if that other nut is going. I think we need you to come. 
that we need you to come. <laughs> we need someone who's going to take a bullet for me, please. Oh, mate, that's either lunatic. Well. Anyway. As such, Ian we can't say that. Ian said he went to the opticians today. I went today as well. Oh, yeah, go on. What happened to yours? Did they tell you you needed glasses? I'm in shock. It turns out I'm colour blind. What? And yeah, they tell me I'm colour blind. I'm in shock. I I came totally out of the purple. Oh, <laughs> and that is the kind of comedy you get from Yo Yo Yo. Exactly. Awful Yo Yo Posse. That would have uh, I would have been embarrassed if Andre had phoned up and said that. <laughs> but Paul, he's, he's normally a decent caller. That material was very. That pattern yeah, was very I, I, thin. I, 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 I apologise, I apologise. <laughs> is that is that your contribution to tonight's show, Paul? Oh, come on, compared to some of the others, man, that's, that's yeah, gold. Yeah, fair play, yeah, tonight, actually, yeah, that is, that, is, that is spot on. Thank you very much, <laughs> Paul, thank you very much. <laughs> um, OK, we haven't got time for this next caller now, but David... Hello. Yeah, you have got... Um, we, we don't know whether David is a hip, hip, hip. Uh, squatter or a yo yo yo. I think we know. But um, David, you've got thirty seconds to tease the listener um, as to why they should stay tuned over the midnight news because because you're going to be on. What are you going to talk about? Tease. You've got thirty seconds, David. Tease them. Christ. Um, oh, it'd be right sexy, and uh, I'm going to be saying all kinds of things, and I've got lots to say about. Uh, and I'm com- I'm coming to that show. Um, how, much, how long we got left? Oh, well, um, I love you all. See you after the news. Uh, I might get my balls out or something. Uh, I'm probably not going to. Um... Talk radio. Another hour to go, dear listener. Bad cop coming up next, unless you phone in. If you phone in, you can go on um, before him. That sounds fair enough. Oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand. Oh, a remind. I forgot to mention this the other day. There's a new um, um, thing online. Actually, it's been around for ages. IKEA Heights. I will explain it after the news at midnight. The late night alternative with Ian Lee on Talk Radio. We have ways of making you talk. Everything's gonna be fine Surely 
tell you what we'll do that's from the meet glenn campbell album that's about 10 years old maybe even more than that actually and he did loads of covers um i've got goosebumps listening to that well i tell you, we'll end with him doing green day um because it's it's just it's just brilliant i god i love glenn campbell so much and i'm, I'm uh, you know one of the the, the the you know it's sad he died but actually it's a blessing he died because he was very ill but it also it's a blessing because it means loads more people will kind of discover him as people do and they see people on the front page in the newspaper such and such is dead oh, oh by the way there's some you utter scumbags. You utter, I know you, you know, you, you, you pay, pay the bills and stuff, but you utter scumbags. Sent to spread in the middle of the sun. Um, as country legend Glenn Campbell dies from Alzheimer's, rhinestoned cowboy. He was the affable, clean-cut kid who became a music superstar. But fame came at a price as singer battled drugs, booze and divorces. I mean, guys, he's not even cold in the grave yet. Do you know what I mean? We all knew he took loads of drugs. We all knew he's had loads of wives. We're... So what? So what? Celebrate. Celebrate. Celebrate the man's life. Don't write that kind of poison. A really mean, cold-hearted story. When one, one of the, you know, the, 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 the biggest talents. Um, it's dark. I think that's absolutely horrible. 0344 499 1000 is the telephone number. Good evening, Mr. Badcock. It, it is Babcock. You're doing all that. Sorry? It's Babcock with a B. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, Badcock. B. Badcock. I'm sorry, it sounded like you were saying Badcock. Um, yes, that's what I'm saying your name. David Badcock. No, no, B-A-B. B- yeah, Badcock. B-A-B. 
ba- Babid Badcock. No, David Babcock. Badcock. I'm saying Badcock. Oh. Anyway, David, what can we do? You oh, hang for? on a second. What? We've got to try him out here. Oh, no. See whose side really? he's on. Hip, hip, hip. Oh, yo, 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 David. Hip, yo, hip, yo. Oh. <laughs> a fence sitter. Weren't expecting that, were you? Well, I was expecting something um, stupid from you, yes. <laughs> mm. Well, I, I just, I, I can't, I mean, I, I mean, you, you are the, the the wild man of late night radio, Mr Lee. Yes, that's, uh, 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 apparently so, yes. But I can't reject my dear Kathleen. Have you been watching um, Big Brother, CBB? Do you think I've about filled fun in my living it's room? It's been brilliant. Um, uh, uh, Derek, Derek did a seance, didn't he? He's done a couple of seances, yeah. They did a seance in the mm. dark. And one of the... Here's what was, was odd. One of the good-looking young men was told by Derek to take all of his clothes off. Was he? Yeah, in the seance. The, the, I think it was Sam was told to strip off. He's going, strip off, go on, strip off. Got to strip off. He went to take his clothes off. That doesn't happen in seances, does it? But then he got all David, the others... when you get entered, do you have to strip off first? <laughs> Come on now. What? I'm just he, asking about technique. He was also encouraging the other housemates mm. to channel, to channel spirits. Yeah. So they were channeling spirits. And I thought, David, that to do that, you had to have the gift. Can anyone be entered? Or do you have to be a certain type? I think it's a very, very much you have to discover your limits. I mean... I, as, as you know, I, I've been entered quite a few times, and I think with, with, with time, the more you're entered, the better you get at it. Because you have to get them out again, don't you? And sometimes it can take a long time if you're not used to it. Well, well, as you know, I, I, I get entered up my bottom, mm. and the technique to get them out is, is very much like trumping. But if you imagine instead of wind, it's... Um, ectoplasm. It's ectoplasm, yeah. So you, I like to lie on my back with with my legs. Hello? Yes, your legs. <laughs> Up against my chest. Yep. Like that? Just like that. And I let out a little guff and uh, that sound. How do you know when they're out, though? Oh, you feel it, Kathleen, you feel it. It's a very nice feeling once they leave you. Hey, up, Ian. Ian. Yes, David. Yes, David. I think that Ian might be being entered. Oh, God. Sure sounds like it, Kathleen, doesn't it? I don't think I can get in that position to get them out again. I don't think I can do it. How long do you like to pump them? Well, very flexible. Legs right up against the chair. <laughs> By the way, this is not a how-to. It's not to be messed with at home. <laughs> no, no, yeah, it takes quite a lot of training. Hey, I'm coming to London tomorrow, so I'll see you, will I? No, no, you will not see us. No, no, no. I'll be at St Pancreas at about one o'clock. Okay. Oh, that's really early for us. Yeah, well, I'll still be asleep then, buddy. Yeah. Oh. That's a shame. Isn't it? How long are you in London for? All the night. We're not on tomorrow night. Oh. Um. It's a pre... We are. It's a tomorrow night. We are on... T- OK, we are on tomorrow night, but it's a pre-recorded 
um, uh, best of show, but with all brand new bits. So it will sound like we're here, but we're not. It's all pre-recorded best of bits that you won't have heard before. I mean, it, I'm not in London often, and you, you two are my best friends, so that's fine. <laughs> Can we just have a tweet from Gaz? <laughs> that Gaz is tweeted. Yes. <laughs> are you all right, Ian? Emotional. You're okay. Just don't find this. <laughs> I'm going to read what he's written. I just don't find this David Cock guy funny at all. Oh, gosh. That's a bit harsh. You're not, you're not trying to be funny, are you, David? David Cock guy. I'm trying to be. I'm not, I'm not cock or I'm trying to be taken seriously. Who's this Gary? I'll fight him. <laughs> you can't fight people that... Hey, listen, you can't please um, all of the people all of the time. No, if people don't like me, I'll fight them. Okay, that's that's um, a technique. Well, um, l- listen, we, we, we would love to invite you to the studio tomorrow. Um, but unfortunately, uh, as we said, it's a pre-recorded best-of show with all new bits that nobody's ever heard before. Um, so we and I'm going to Spain tomorrow. That's a shame, uh, Kathleen. Uh, Kath's around. No, she could meet you Stop for it. lunch. No, I'm, I what? actually I can't. Well, is that what you're doing tomorrow, Kath? Because it's told the me... day before my birthday. Yeah. Oh, so, yeah. You know. gen- well, not yeah. you couldn't have a gentleman's pleasure. What? Isn't that not a tradition in your family, a gentleman's pleasure? You get to go and meet a gentleman that isn't your husband on the day before your birthday? That sounds very nice. Like, no, that's not... You go and have a gentleman's know. pleasure with David Badcock. Wow. Yes, please. Okay. Um, I'm getting my hair done. I am actually getting my hair done. How long will that take? Ages. Her hair well, is pretty um... pretty crappy, yeah. It will, take a, it will take a lot of work, David. Coffee in a chat with Babcock. Okay, that sounds like a great idea for a TV show. Why don't you pitch it to ITV? We got rid of him. What a weird! They're all fancy ca- you landing me in it. You have a gentleman's pleasure with David. I don't even know what a gentleman's Means pleasure is. Don't before, say that like it's a thing. The day before your birthday, you go and have coffee and a chat with a man that isn't your husband, and it's perfectly fine. There's not a court in the land that could do you for it. Well, hang on a minute. Apart though. from a Sharia court. Wow, wow. Yeah. But it's my birthday. It's my fun times. Why should it be the gentleman's pleasure? Well. Um, oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand. Give us your stories of gentlemen's pleasure <laughs> on Tall Radio. Uncut after hours conversation for the up all night generation. The late night alternative with Ian Lee on Talk Radio. We'll get you talking. Do you remember when Mel C um, came on our show? Yeah. <laughs> there you go. Funny. Now, speaking her. of funny, yeah. I'm getting lots of weird tweets now. Thanks very much for that. What's what about? About gentlemen's pleasure, yeah. etc. Well, you can um, you can see up to 25 gentlemen and, and pleasure them. Well, not in that set. Grow up, guys. For God's sakes. Grow up. For the love of all that is holy. I mean, I mean, you start this. You call, your, call yourself a mate, but... Oh. No, God, no, no, no. Not me. Can't stand you. Think you're terrible. Um, so, the best time to have sex is 7.30 in the morning. I've never enjoyed uh, morning sex. It's just a faff. I want to get up, have a shower, have a coffee, uh, and uh, get on with my business. And not that business. <laughs> Body clock experts... I guess let that phrase sink in there. Body clock experts. Or as I call them, bullshiners. Body clock experts say 7.30am is the best time to enjoy a romp. Oh, God. They've not got small children, then, because that's when they're bouncing on your head. They found an early sex session... A sex session? I don't think I've ever had a sex session. Helps to lower blood pressure and stress levels and puts a spring in your step for the rest of the day. The finding came 
from a study into the times at which we should perform a range of tasks to be at our best. <laughs> so here we go. 6.45 a.m. Wake up. No, I will not. Ideally, after having seven to nine hours sleep. 7.30 a.m. Time for sex. 9.45 a.m. Work. Hang on. What? We have to rethink our lives entirely. We are at our mental peak, and it is the best time to think. See, I don't... Um, oh, Kira's sticking up. Stop being nasty to Flip and Kath. She's wonderful. You don't have to work with her, Kira. Um, here's the thing. Um, I Recently, I've been going home um, quite wide awake and quite wired for about an hour, an hour and a half, two hours, and I'm thinking maybe I should do some work at this time of the evening. I've not. I've been watching um, documentaries and and comedies um, and dramas. Not dramas, comedies and documentaries on Netflix and uh, reading a really good Doctor Who book by my friend Andrew Hickey. Um, so this is, um, yes, 10.45am. So 9.45am work. So, but in, but, so you started the sex mm. session at what time? 7.30. And then you're at work by 9? 9. 9.45. Where do you factor in getting up, get dressed? I mean, you, are you going well, to work still coupled? At 7.33. Okay. 10.45am. Relax. You'll be a bit at work for an hour. They say you should relax. Stress levels are at their highest. At 10.45? What the hell are you talking about? I'm still asleep. Particularly early in the week when to-do lists are longest. Flipping heck. 12.15? Lunch. See if... You what? start work at 9.45, you... you've had a break for 11s an hour later, then you're having lunch. Are you sure this person isn't going to, like, play school? Lunch should be eaten four hours after breakfast, should it now? 6pm, dinner. To lose weight, have an even food intake throughout the day and do not exceed your lunchtime calorie count. 10 past 6pm is wine o'clock. It's the best time to drink as the liver needs four hours to recover before sleep. Ten minutes past ten, time for bed. This allow this allows twenty minutes to get to sleep and ninety minutes of shut eye before midnight. The most restorative kind. What the hell is the, the hell is body clock experts? Well, at least we know what their schedule is now. Don't phone them at what time? Seven forty-five. So They'll mate, be busy. That is outrageous behaviour. Absolutely outrageous. Oh three, four 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 nine nine one thousand is the um, telephone number. Someone tweeted earlier on saying they were listening to the conversation we were having with Bill, the second conversation, whilst they were driving through a very dark country lane. <gasps> Wowzers! That would be terrifying. There's a great sketch that um, I can't remember it that well. That Peter Cook and Dudley Moore did, sort of later on in their careers, and it's um, Peter Cook is a cab driver, and Dudley Moore is the passenger, and Peter Cook is is like a, is I think he's a murderer. I don't know. I'd, I'd play it, but I've got it's probably quite sweary because it's sort of mid seventies Cook and Moore, and um, it, it's very dark, very dark, very few laughs in it, but they would do it live. Um, oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand. Um, a Lothario. I don't. I don't believe this story. I don't believe. My dad this used story. to call my teenage boyfriend Lothario. Oh really? Oh, here he comes, Lothario. Was he Italian? No. 
A Lothario. I don't believe this story. I'm just saying this now. Brazenly organised six dates with different women in one night and at the same venue. No. No. This is why... That's just stupid. No one is so... And I'm going to use the word cocksure. Why would you do that? That's crazy. But got his comeuppance, or rather didn't get his comeuppance, mm-hmm. when they joined forces to expose his plan. Excited Lizette Pilant. Sorry, I was looking at them. He's, he's, he's got a look he goes for. He's, he's got two looks he goes for. Oh, yeah. Tall, tall blondes and black ladies. So it's, it's split evenly. So he's got two looks. Fair play. Most people have one look. He's got two. Excited Lizette Pilant was looking forward to a romantic blind date. A blind date, After agreeing to meet the man on her friend's advice. But soon after arriving at the bar, she realised she was not the only one he had arranged to meet that evening. And chaos ensued. (laughs) Instead of walking out, she decided to steal his dates and make friends with them. All while... Nah, I don't buy it. I don't believe this at all. No. We'll, we'll get to the end and see if we can work out what the con is. All the while providing a running commentary of the farcical scene at the bar in America via Twitter. Lizette, an office manager in Washington, D.C., home of the United States President of America, kept her cool when a second woman arrived just 45 minutes into her date. She pretended to be his friend, but when the two-timer was out of sight, she debriefed the woman, and to their amazement, a third arrived to meet the same man. It was then she declared, the two girls and I decided to be best friends, left together to go get drinks and dinner at another bar, and left the man with the bill. The two girls and I have now got both bartenders and the bouncer in on this, and are taking this guy for all he's worth over here. The man, I don't understand this story at all, but God damn it, it's 25 minutes past 12. We're going to see it to the bitter end. The man, known only as Justin, was not finished yet, but unknown to him, bar staff were in on the women's ruse and kept them informed as other dates showed up. I don't believe it. This is just made up. Incredibly. Try and find this woman, Lizette, L-I, on Twitter, right, this is where it was, L-I-S-E-T-T-E, Pylant, P-Y-L-A-N-T. Because I'm not buying this. Incredibly, the group was alerted that a fourth woman had arrived before intercepting a fifth soon after. Later, the spurned women found the man entering... Oh, sorry. Found the man entertaining a sixth date. (laughs) (laughs) Sorry. Before they um, confronted him in front of a shop bar as his world collapsed around him. To add insult to injury, confident Justin was left not only red-faced but forking out for a huge bar tab. Lizette shared pictures of the smiling sextet on Twitter, adding, you win some, you lose some, but hopefully you make three new best friends in the process. Cheers, ladies. She added, he tried to say he was looking for love in his future wife. These weren't dates. They were apparently pre-date conversations. Asked why he had dared to arrange six dates at the same bar on the same night, Brazen Justin reportedly said, well, I'm a project manager. I manage my time efficiently. See if she'll come on and talk to us. A so. disaster. Thank you. Um, evening, Raheem. Evening, Ian. Um, yeah, there's some, uh, what's it called, body clock experts. What? How do you, how do you fit dinner in ten minutes? Turn your, turn your radio off. Let's go, turn your radio off and let's go back to these... Um, hang, on, hang on, hang on, hang on. Hang on, hang on, hang on, Raheem. 
Hang on. Give me a telephone. Hang on. Hang on. Turn it off, Rain. Yeah, sure. Right. Let me see. It was in one of the other papers as well, and I think it might have gone into a little bit more detail. I think... It... Here we go. Right. So, um, well... So, 6pm, have dinner. This is in the mail now, but don't pick out... Even oh, if you it's from to... the mail, is it? Well, the first one was in the star. This one's in the mail. Right, OK. So, 6pm, have dinner. Ten past six, enjoy a drink. And then, at 6.30, you're supposed to do weights. Right, firstly, yeah, what time are you finishing work? Well, um... What well, there? They didn't give that... It doesn't a... give that. Doesn't exactly. give that. They don't give that, and the time it takes to cook the meal. What's that? This is. Uh, what time? Hang on a minute. Right. Let's let's get Raheem's um, body clock in check, shall we? I'm going to check your body clock. What what time do you wake up? Uh, all right. I'll give you an example. Today I woke up at seven thirty. Seven thirty. Okay. Well, then um, that you should have woken up and had sex straight away. <laughs> like I have time for that. You, you, you didn't have any sex at seven thirty. No, I live alone, mate. <laughs> well, you, you, you did, okay, okay, okay. I don't want to get too personal. What time did you go to work? Uh, around nine o'clock. Okay, so that's that's cool because nine forty-five is is when you're working at your best. Uh, and I didn't start till ten. Oh, but then at ten forty-five you've got to have elevenses. Like a break that didn't happen till about one o'clock. Wow, you should you should be having lunch at twelve fifteen. Raheem, your life is falling apart, man. What do you mean? Actually, my life is pretty good at the minute. You, you, you said you're living alone. Yes. Yes, I am at the moment. It, 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 I'm just thinking if you followed this timetable, then your life might you might not be living but alone. To be fair, my timetable varies because sometimes I go to work at like six in the morning. What the so. heck? Yeah, exactly. See, sometimes I'm up at four in the morning and I'm at work already at six. It says here at seven o'clock, go for a run. Seven o'clock in the morning, go for a run? Uh, yeah, I tend to do that later on in the day. I don't like running. Running is bad for your knees and you don't lose much weight. It, really? Yeah, yeah, you, you lose hardly any weight when you run. Oh, but you do burn quite a bit of calories, though. No, you, like, don't, you don't, though. That's it. You don't, for the amount of work you're putting in, you don't burn that many calories. What about cycling? Uh, cycling's good for you, yeah. Exactly, that's what I like doing. Cycling, yes. tennis, I do all that, do that stuff. Okay. Lately, okay. So. Well, what, what yeah. time are you going to bed, Raheem? Uh, probably shortly after the show, maybe like one, half one. And then you're going to get up and go to work at six? You're insane, Raheem! Actually, I'm off tomorrow. Oh, good luck. Why are you off tomorrow? I'm off. I'm not, I'm not working tomorrow. What are you doing tomorrow, mate? Yeah. Uh, I'm about to chill out at home, maybe go, maybe go to the gym later on in the day. Could I come round? Have you got Netflix? I have Netflix, yeah. Yeah, can I come round and chill? That's not what you think it is. It does! Hey, 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 you, uh, what, Netflix? Oh. Can I Netflix and chill with you, Raheem? You're more than welcome to come. Okay, as fine. As, as long as Netflix and chill actually means Netflix, Netflix yes. and chill, and not the definition that's going around. I don't believe that definition, Raheem. To me, Netflix and chill means you take your shoes off, you put your feet up on the coffee table, and you watch a good movie or a ah, box set. You're more than welcome. And then we start touching each other. No, I'm joking. No, that's no, it. We just watch. No, 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 we just no, no. watch a box Stop set. Stop it, <laughs> Raheem. I'll be down to Southampton tomorrow. Yeah, sure. Oh, by the way, the main reason I wanted to call as well. Yeah. Yeah, because uh, when I was coming home from the gym in the car, I had you had you on, and you wanted to know about Boomtown as well. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. The festival that some people are struggling were struggling yeah. to get into. Yes, basically. Um, I work at the motorway services near there. Oh yeah, in Winchester. Yeah, and I had some people come in. And they were going to the festival, and they said that there are people like, um, 
queuing for, for up to like six hours, eight hours, like yeah. queuing. Yeah. Yeah. And then, uh, and then I went, then I came home and I looked at a news article about it, like live news. And there's like a long, like, road, like probably like a mile or two long. And it's just packed full of people just queuing to get in. And they said that one of their friends was near there. They just sat there and watched the queue. And in about two hours, it moved about ten minutes. Yeah, that ties and in with what people are saying on Twitter, that some people are saying, I saw the figure of 11 hours, and people missed... missed and it was on today, so people missed the first day. Was it on today, or I think they were just getting in today? Because, well, I mean, like, um, what's it? Um, as well as the long queues, they had, like, no water, no oh, toilet or nothing. Hey. Hey, see. How do you find working in the... Do you, are you in the motorway services? Yeah, yeah. How do you find that? Because I'm always struck... Because they're like tiny little communities, aren't they? Yeah, it is, yeah. It's only like... Uh, probably like 50, 60 of us working in that... Do, 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 do you enjoy it? Because uh, motorway services... There's a film to be made about motorway services. Because they're weird... They're weird places. that They're like um, little town, little village. Little village? It's like a little village. I mean, little village. Well, like it's like a little village, and you got um, you got um, uh, maybe a Marks what? and Spencers or a Waitrose. You got Burger King. You've got Marks and Spencers, Burger King. You got a got the arcade to go and shop. Got the gambling machines. Actually, I see your point. You got the bloke selling um, mobile um, uh, phone covers. Actually, I don't have that at mine. Oh, you, mate, oh, yeah. there's there's a hole in the market there, buddy. I don't think there's any room for that. No. Raheem, nice to talk to you, man. Thanks a lot. Take care. Take Thank care. You. Bye-bye. Yeah. 03444991000. This is The Late Night Alternative on Talk Radio. The Late Night Alternative with Ian Lee on air and off the leash on Talk Radio. 03444991000 is the telephone number if you want to give us a call. Strange old show. This evening, yeah. strange old show, isn't it? This it's, it, it, it doesn't know what it is sometimes, and uh, those I think are the best ones when it doesn't really know. When I don't know what it is, um, and it, it kind of goes off on, you know, it's um, amorphous. Would that be appropriate use? Well, that would mean yeah, shapeless. Yeah, it's amorphous. Yeah, yeah I, I know. I know what it means. That's why I said it. I'm not stupid. Well, well, um. There's not really a lot in the uh, the papers. It's not really a lot in the papers, if I'm honest. So we're not going to go into the papers. It's not. I've got two stories now, a little bit ropey. So what we're going to do for the last 25 minutes of the show? We'll take calls straight to air. We'll do that. That's easy. So don't Sam, you re- you put your feet up, you rest. We'll take calls straight to air. Oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand. That may not generate any more calls, but y- you never know if you. Want to phone up and say something random and do something stupid? You're more than welcome to do that. Oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand is the telephone number. Um, let's have a little um, mid-season pre-Cath having two weeks off um, little production meeting. Yeah. Catch up. Yeah. How do you think the show's going so far? I don't mean tonight's show specifically. I mean in general because we've 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 since the the, the, the three the last three months, uh, we have both consciously upped our game significantly. Because three months ago we got terrible listening figures. We've upped our game significantly. Um, but I just wondered what your thoughts were on where we are and how it's going and what we. You know, I like you know. I think the the way we're going is the way the right direction. 
Um, and I, I never really sweated it an awful lot. I know that you get yes. you get fed up of it in certain points, and I just always know that it, it's growing into something different. Is there someone there? Yes, there is. Good evening, Caller. You're on the air. Hello. Why did you make videos about my kids? Well, why do you keep talking about them? Because they're my children and I love them and I'm proud of them. Um, could you do me a favour? What is it? Could you take the videos down about my kids? Okay. Thanks very much. There we go. That was that was, that was simple. We didn't even need to talk to him about his obsession with my boobs, did we? It was, it was simple. Um... Oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand. That was nice of him. Yeah. Um, glad we got that sorted out. You can call in and call in and do your bit now if you want. Um, I think it's. Um, I think the 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 the, the la- I would say the, the, the sort of the previous two and a half months. It's been. I think it's been good. I think the show's been better. I think it's been feisty. I think it's been ballsy. I think it's. Um, it's been that thing of well, we've had nothing to lose, so mm-hmm. let's let's go, Billy O. America um, did us a huge yeah, well, power was, of good. I that think that was good. Mm-hmm. Um, but th- there may be the last two, three weeks. It's. I th- maybe I think I think I've, I've I've kind of dropped the game a little bit. Be stupid. Oh, that's my thumb. I'm in great trouble with my right thumb. I don't think so. Um, I do a little bit. I do a little bit. Um, and I just don't quite know... I, I don't quite know where to take it next. Yeah, that's the thing. I think that's what you're feeling. Like, before, we always had um, New York to aim for. Yeah. I don't, I don't recognise this. It sounds Kate Bushish, but I can't no, hear it very well. No, I don't think so, no. Uh, line two, you're on the wireless. Yes, good evening, Ian. How are you doing? It's Davy again. Hello, Davy again. I spoke to you last week. Good evening. How are you doing? Good, thank you very much. Um, oh, that, you're not more than welcome, more than welcome. Just wanted to say, um, once again, this is why I phoned up last week to say to you, your show covers all the bases. You've seen that tonight yourself. Yes. From the start of the show, right across to the guy that phoned up that was maybe on the hard shoulder of the motorway of life. What a lovely phrase. <clears throat> what a lovely phrase that is. I've not heard that before, and that's that's brilliant. Well, I, th- I think that's possibly what it was. Um, maybe, maybe. The thing is, all of us could hear it and, and sort of visualise it, possibly, but I don't think he could. No. However, what I did want to do, yes. if it's quite possible, and without being rude to yourself, Uh-oh. is just... Because she's going to be going on holiday. What the heck, Davey? Think before... Think before you finish this sentence, man. Think! Do you know what you're doing, Davey? Yes, I do. I would just like to say to the wonderful Catherine, I have been listening to you this evening through my headphones. (laughs) I know you made a point of that last week, Ian, because she likes the phrase headphones, apparently. Oh, Davey. So that's... That's what it was for. 
that's what it was for. It was nothing rude. Are you going to say, you gonna say yo, yo, yo Dave, now? No, Davey, just give me one more. Headphones. Oh, ho, ho. this is disgusting. Unfortunately, they're not yo-yo headphones, but hey, <laughs> just hey yo, hey yo, hey yo, hey yo. What oh. we'd like to say is the guy from America that is dating all these women serially. Yes. And what you've got to remember is that his nickname between his friends is Pindic because he's just in and no more. Thank you very much indeed, Danny. Yeah. Wise words. Well, I put him down as a yo-yo-yo because I don't want people like that on my side. Uh, but when I say people like that, I don't mean Scottish people. <laughs> <laughs> Hello, line three. You're on the wireless. Brookside, 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 Brookside. Brookside, 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 Brookside. Hi, I'm Jimmy Corkill. How are you? Um, and it really is one of those nights tonight. Let's take a break. Unmissable late night radio with the original king of unconventional conversation. Make contact with Ian Lee. The late night alternative with Ian Lee on Talk Radio. We're doing a little bit of um, a little bit of navel gazing for the last 10, 12, 15 minutes of the show. And it's all right to do. As long as you don't do it all the time, I think it's all right. We're kind of having a a, um, um, a little. Um, uh, chat as to how we think the show is going, not tonight, but in general. Um, Mondays were certainly fun to do, um, and uh, it, lots of people have been asking, a lot of people who used to listen to the BBC show that we did, Catherine and I did, uh, have been asking for a kind of, a, a, for us to do a newsy kind of thing. And the Hope and Glory Festival was, um, was perfect. We've sort of been keeping our eyes open. I must admit, I'm going to back off from it slightly, just because that gentleman has been absolutely vile to me on Twitter and has, has shared my mobile phone number with people. I, I kept getting invited by people I had no idea who they were into a WhatsApp group called something like the Big Nostril Group, which I believe is a reference to cocaine. Um, and um, I, 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 whenever I left this group, I kept getting invited back in. And it's, it's not like an invite where you have to accept it. You're suddenly back in it. And it was just them being vile about me. And one of them was, was Lee because he's, he's, he had his number and, and the others, I, I had no idea who they were at all. So um, I'm just starting to feel a little bit physically and mentally unsafe. So I'm backing away from that. But saying that, it was, um, uh, you know, it was... Uh, it was a, it was a great radio show, and I'm glad we did it. And, and I do think every show this week has been completely, um, completely different, um, which is fine. But I'm just wondering what the next thing is. There's talk of us going to possibly America again to Nashville, maybe, and perhaps, in fact, tomorrow, if my family do go away in the daytime, I'll start looking into to that because I did say ages ago I'd draw up a little plan to give to the boss so yeah. maybe I'd look look into that for maybe something for October or something to look forward to because the, the, I think the show the, the week of shows we did in America I think they were the best shows certainly on this station that we've done best I've ever done don't know they're pretty darn close pretty darn but close but also we came back full of ideas yeah. didn't we? and you know with a new way of doing things and the thing is right we, we were in new york for a week and it's that thing of when you're on holiday you sort of sap every single bit of experience yeah. out of every single day now we're in london and we try not to make this massively london centric but the fact is it's a really exciting place to be why are we always sitting in the studio here's the th well this is what i was saying the other day and actually we can put this out because maybe you've got ideas dear listener um i really want to go 
Okay, I've been listening to um, John Ronson's The Butterfly Effect, uh, his podcast, which is on Audible and be on iTunes. Go on. There we go. Bless you. There's never just one. No. Um, uh, It's brilliant. It's on Audible. You can get it for free. Um, uh, here's a trick with Audible. You you can sign up for a month for free before you start paying. Then you just, you can just, if you want to, just cancel it before the month and you can get a couple of free books and stuff like that. Anyway, it's not, it's not, I'm not, you know, giving away uh, an industry secret. That's a known thing. Um, and, uh, it's about pornography and it's about, um, following the butterfly effect of what happened when the guy who set up PornTube and uh, Pornhub and PornTube and all of these, these things, the impact that had on the porn industry, but also the ripples it created out there. And so part of me is thinking we, you and I could go to, um, to speak to like some porno stars and, and, and talk to them because it's a really it's as, as career choices go it's a really interesting one and um and the thing is now with the advent of twitter and stuff it's yeah. changing completely i yeah. don't know if you've seen there's like documentaries on netflix and stuff hot girls wanted is one of them where right. they're churning through these girls because right. once they've been seen yeah that's it that's it everyone wants flat, fresh meat so to speak and i'm being slightly derogatory deliberately I do worry about my boys with um, with porn and stuff. Um, you know, there's um, a, 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 a massive decrease in the birth rate in Japan because of porn, um, because because young men are just at home whacking off, you know, and they're not going out and, and actually having sex. And I, I, you know, I would be intimidated to have sex with a woman. I was always very nervous anyway. But after seeing that kind of, and so I'm worried about my boys. And anyway, but that's by the way. So I think that's one we could actually do. We go and we go and spend an afternoon with a couple of porn stars, and maybe we go and you know we we go on set. I wouldn't want that to make it the whole thing. Um, I think that would kind of be like a tiny thing. But I think we could get an hour out of that. I think it would be really interesting. But also. I'm cribbing that idea from the butterfly effect, which is, there's nothing, you know, but John Ronson isn't the first person to, to do porn. I, I, you know, do a thing about porn, me, do a thing about porn. I think he's probably done it before. I know Louis Theroux has, um, uh, uh, Nick, Nick Broomfield has. So loads of people do it. So it's not, it's not an original idea, but I would be cribbing it from that. So that's something, but I want to go and spend an afternoon or an evening or a morning with other people in as equally unusual positions in life whether that be their job whether that be um where they live but i I just can't think of any i've not sat down and 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 tried to make myself think of any it's just an idea i've had floating around but i just think it would be a nice thing we go and spend two three four hours with people we could get an hour of radio out of that um and i think it would it would sound nice it would sound big it was you'd hear different voices you'd hear the porn you'd hear you know, you, you, but you, you, you'd hear stuff, and it. I, I like the idea. I like what we did in New York, where we went to places and we kind of brought the audience along with us. And I'd like to do that in this country. I just can't think of any other examples of where we could possibly go. So, if you have any, oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand, you can email me at uh, uh, Ian at ianlee.com. dot com. Of course, and we never mention. We don't really mention these. You can follow us on Twitter. I am at Ian Lee, and I spell Ian correctly guys i-a-i-n-l-double-e and you are flipping kath but is it flipping without the g without the g and it's kath with a k yeah so flipping kath at flipping kath at ian lee so if you've got suggestions of places like 
that i guess i guess people on the fringes of society so you're going behind the scenes we're we're seeing something that you know everyday life is going on around you you would never guess this was happening behind that door that Mm. kind of vibe that's what we want isn't it um yeah something like that so if you've got any suggestions there's a phone's been flashing away yes line one if at first you don't succeed pull your foreskin or your heed that's um that's um that's not medical advice no god no 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 do you suffer mischief carrying on like that? Um, the foreskin is a strange thing. Bits of your body that you don't need don't need the foreskin. Appendix. You don't. Well, no, you don't need the appendix. The appendix is weird. What? What did we used to need it for? Grass. Eating grass. Really? Mm-hmm. Go on. Yeah, it's that. It's the. That. It's a grass filter. Grass. Sorry, grass filter. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So it's got smaller and smaller, and that's useless, and all it does is really get infected and uh, cause problems, yeah. What does a spleen do? That filters um, your... Stones and mud? Isn't that like your pancreas, in that it filters your wee and that? Um, no, your, your... Pancreas filters blood, right? Yeah. Spleen, I think, is to do with wee. No, 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 no. A bladder and kidneys. Kidney filters the wee. Well, hang on, let's have a look. No, 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 don't, don't Google it. What are you Googling it it's for? Blood filter. This is this is the problem I've got with modern society. It's Googling it. Uh-huh. I like the idea. What was the um, gentleman we had in America? I can't remember his name. From um, the Bowery Boys. Can't... I would tell you, but I'm not allowed. No, exactly. Good. And I cannot remember his name. But I like the fact that he doesn't Google stuff. It's mm-hmm. all up there. And he tries to work it out. If he doesn't know it, he tries to work it out using the information he has got. Um, I, I like that. <laughs> Hello, Lam One. You're on the air. Oh, that was quick. I, I was still listening on the radio. Uh, one way or another, dishing up uh, once more. Bad luck, back, fast bad penny, and I'll be your huckle, huckleberry, which is what Val Kilmer said to uh, certain other people in a film. Any idea what I'm talking about? Not a clue, buddy. But I'm loving it. Okay, hang on a second. I'm just gonna. Uh, because uh, I was ringing you up, I, I put the phone on to um, sort of loudspeaker. I've got to switch back to direct. Okay. Just give me a second. Not, not a new phone. Yep. Right. I said, can you hear me now? Yes. Yes, yeah, there we go. Okay. Perfect, perfect. Okay. Um, uh, so Val Kilmer said, I- I'll be your huckleberry. He was in a film uh, about Wyatt Earp, et cetera, et cetera. Ah. He was playing the part of Doc Holliday. He's very ill, Val Kilmer, apparently. Well, he had TB. I'm not sure I had TB as well when I was 10. Doc Holliday had TB, not Val Kilmer. Val Kilmer's very ill. No, no, no. Val Kilmer, uh, you know, the, the actor did not have it, but Doc Holliday did. No. It it's very he's, he's, he may be a method actor, but even that would be taken crazy. No, I'm saying that now, apparently, Val Kilmer is, is, is very poorly. Well, I don't think so. Sorry? Um, no, sorry. Well, you, I'm not referring... But <laughs> your I'm hobbies are referring... sports medicine. He's, I'm referring to the character from history. Yes, I'm referring okay. to the actor from today, Val Kilmer. He's very poorly, I hear. Well, if he is, it's news to me, because I haven't heard that. OK, well... I'm afraid. Just just, right. just trying to have a conversation. Yeah, OK, fair enough. Uh, I, 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 all right, it's 15, love. Um, OK. Um, I, would, I do um, uh, stutter a bit, like I say, this is because of this damn um, stroke. But... Um, I was trying to think, uh, all right, say something and I'll try and respond. Are you going to say anything? Yes or no? Um, have you, do you, have you had a conversation before? 
I've had several conversations. Do um, they always go this badly? Um, <laughs> sometimes, because uh, I, ca I can be um, a little bit uh, full mm. on, mm. one way or another. And uh, maybe I'm going for a little manic phase. I've had the other side. Uh, where, uh, that might be it. That uh, might be it. Is there any point in being high because it's such a long way down? Yeah, yeah. Quoting well, David Bowie. Well, that's the that's the thing. You get you get the highs, and this is why I'm always terrified of the highs because there the, there will always be the crash. Well, there can be or whatever as such. Um, when, when you know, it depends whether you're normal or not. I, I, I'm not um, normal per se, um, but uh, that's another you know that's another opinion as far as I can see. Oh, I think you're quite normal. Well, uh, I'm glad to hear that. As such, I, I won't need, need to tool up when I, I meet you, then. <laughs> tool up? Yeah. Have you ever seen the film Scum? Oh, God, this is getting... It, it, these get very dark, these conversations. All right, we'll try to talk about something light, then. Well, how about talk, not talking about tooling up and referencing scum in relation to when, you possibly meeting me? Well, I'll say, all right, I, I want to meet you because I think you're a star, OK? 30, love. All right. Um, you know, uh, I, I'm not as malevolent as I'm sounding, perhaps, but uh, d trying to deal with you is a bit difficult because you always take the opposite tack. And uh, I've heard various... No, I don't. Been, uh, you don't go on the opposite tack. All right. Hi, hi, hi. Give me an answer. There wasn't a question. I know. I'm asking the question now. Hi, hi. Hi, hi, hi. I don't understand your question. All right. You don't understand. Fair enough. You don't understand, you, you know, fair, fair enough. Um, For, 40, okay. love. <laughs> who's, who's got the love and who's got the 40, by the way? Oh, I think you know. Well, fair enough. Right, well, we're, we're on, uh, what is it, it'll either be um, a game point or whatever, uh, what's it called now, a game point or whatever such, or uh, we're getting near the end of the programme anyhow, aren't we? Well, keeping an eye on the time as well. But um, I, I look forward to meeting you, Ian. And it is illegal to, um, you know, carry, uh, uh, what they call it now... Um, weapons. Sharpened weapons, yes, and all the rest of it. No, I don't do that. Just a dull, blunt object. <laughs> blunt object. Well, uh, if you call a walking stick a dull, blunt object, yeah. Nope, I was referring to you. And it's game, set and match, dear listener. Thank you very much for listening, as per usual. Um, thank you for nearly all of your calls. We will be back tonight <laughs> at 10 o'clock on Talk Radio. <laughs>